On this episode of Beer BS, we're celebrating episode 100, and we're doing it in a big way. We've opened the doors. We're bringing back a lot of our favorite guests who have joined us in these first 100 episodes. We're going to be sharing some brews, telling stories, telling jokes. The banter is out of control. It Really, it, you know, for everybody who has been with us this whole time, we're so glad that you can join us for this episode. You know, you're in a good place. Welcome to the show. It's Howard Blues and V Martin Kidder. Work all beverage, prophecies, and your time with friends. The Triple B! Well, the Triple B sucks, okay? Oh, come on. Whatever, man. This is Beer, Beer Blues, and BS. Online at BeerBluesBS.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a special 100th episode of Beer, Blues, and BS. The podcast that's always outclassed, always overmatched, and is just too stupid to die. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how you doing tonight? Well, hell, you know, after a, a hundred of these damn things, I'm about the same as the first time. Beer. Ready to drink. So we should probably do that. But you know what? This just isn't any other regular show. It's not just another night. It's number 100. I slow clap because I, for one, am amazed that we actually made it this far. <laughs> and the fact that we're not counting all the other episodes to then get us to uh, number 100 quicker. <laughs> so that's two feats that we had to uh, uh, overcome <laughs> to get here. So I'm happy, happy to say that we are here finally. It only took, you know, almost two years and lots of talent. And clearly, it's not from the two of us. It's all these other yahoos that we got uh, lined up with us. And it seems that the bar's wide open tonight. So let's just start going around the room. It's what's on tap. We do this right away. Let's get it going. Get a drink. Start having something tasty. What's on tap? Lots of people to get through. And so, Howard, who was our first ever guest? Our uh, first ever guest on the show—it's actually a tie, because we, uh, we, you know, we, we didn't do that whole do a single guest at a time. Uh, the first ever guests on the show uh, was in episode five, uh, an episode titled "Good Brothers," and it was uh, none other than the gentleman from Iowa, Rude Boy Kyle, and of course, brother Nico coming in from Nebraska. So, gentlemen, welcome back to episode one hundred. Congratulations, guys. It's uh, been quite the journey. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Thanks, Thanks for, having for joining us. us. What are you yeah, having tonight? You. I have uh, 99 Pills from Peace Tree Brewing Company out of Knoxville, Iowa. American Pilsner. It uh, calls it small, uh, smooth, refreshing, as a malty sweetness, light floral notes, subtle hops. And it's named after the 99 counties in Iowa. So cheers to 100. Woo! <laughs> what do you think of that? Good? Very nice. And uh, carrying on my tradition of not drinking beer on the show, uh, I am enjoying a nice t- 
Tullamore Dew uh, cider cask finish. So nice Irish whiskey that was finished for about three months in X cider barrels. So it carries on that nice appley fermentation flavor. So thoroughly enjoying it tonight. Way to go, Brother Nico. Thanks for coming back. Look at that little sniffer. That's that's a wonderful way to enjoy your your irish whiskey that's a great way it's an excellent way to enjoy it yes excellent (laughs) (laughs) so uh jaco for Mm -hmm. our our technically third guest because number one was a tie that was probably somebody else who likes to keep us well hydrated is it not uh, it, it would be. It would be uh, someone who gets referenced now like almost every show. He uh, made his first appearance in episode 12, Enter the Brewmaster. It's, of course, the local geek. Congratulations on your 100, guys. I uh, I got a special beer for this one. It's the Celebrator from the Eiinger Brewery in uh, Germany. So I thought it was a fitting to celebrate the 100th episode with a beer called Celebration. Wunderbar. And this is a uh, Bavarian double bock. I've never had it before, so we'll see how it is. Got to get her poured into the old Beer Blues BS glass, though, first. Wonderful. Which, by the way, you can get at BeerBluesBS.com. Just click on merch. And then you, too, could have one of these quality glasses. <laughs> A fun note this bottle has on the label stamped L2011, which I assume is when it was probably produced. So, <laughs> hopefully, it was, she's, I don't know, made sooner than that. She's being a little angry on me, so I'm gonna have to let her settle down before I have a drink. All right, well, we'll, we'll come back to you. <laughs> we'll get back to you. Oh, well, you get to see Brother Smalls there, he's he's caught in the echo. Uh, Smalls was was up there in the the first uh, not too many episodes either because uh, we shared the rally for Smalls and Smalls, how you doing, man? I am doing good to get in my health back. We're very happy to hear that and everything else. Is doing okay. Yeah, and uh, everything's going good. Uh, blood, I'm waiting for my blood sugar to go down so I can get my last surgery and. By the way, thanks for having me on the show again. Congrats to your 100th episode. Well, thanks, man. Now that uh, uh, our, our uh, Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl, you can be guaranteed to get your blood sugar checked and checked often. So very, very glad that Wilford Brimley won the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know uh, you guys are on top, but uh, yeah, my, my sponsor is uh, Mr. Logan Paul. Oh, look at Prime. him. <laughs> He's going to fly through the air and come to a dead stop about 20 feet up. <laughs> Fall down like a sack of potatoes. Awesome. Well, welcome back to the show there, Brother Smalls. Glad to have you. Let's see. As we make our way around the room, who who would you say Howard would be the, the next guest in the timeline of the Triple B? Well, let me because just we know it's, it's not the, the gentleman originally from Indiana because it's not like he ever joined us anywhere near the origination of this show. 
Right. Uh, well, let me throw this out here since I did it for everybody else. Uh, Brother Small's first episode was episode 52, and of course named Fortunate Son. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, if we're going back to the chronological order, we have to go uh, back to episode 32, which was a special episode because you made reference to somebody else, Kidder. Uh, starting at episode 8, we started... Uh, basically trolling our good friend, the gentleman from Indiana, about being on the show, referencing him every week, and eventually put him in an actual race to see if he would be on the show before another guest, who ended up beating him in episode 32. And the winner is, and it is, our only guest who probably has a sponsorship. That's right. Uh, <laughs> the guy sponsored by uh, the Spetzel Brewery out of Shiner, Texas, it's Farva. Farva, welcome back to the show. Congrats on the 100th episode, guys. But, Thanks, uh, man. What a mustache you got there. Thank you. Actually, I got the whole beard thing going. Letting it go. Letting it go. Fortunately, tonight, though, Coors, Yellow Belly, keeping it uh, American there. The, the banquet beer tonight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Classing yeah, it up. We're doing the banquet today. <laughs> okay. Good. I would have I rolled out the fine tablecloth for the... Uh, <laughs> back here had i known but oh. well here we are <laughs> glad to have you farva glad uh glad you got glad some to time here too Wonderful. and then howard uh you mentioned that episode we're continuing chronologically here who else is hanging out it would only be about uh, five episodes later, episode 37, on an episode entitled Guns, Sangria, and Toilet Turtles. Uh, but we introduced the world to the official armorer of the Triple B, uh, one J.S. Gunslinger. J.S., how you doing tonight? <clears throat> Gentlemen, good to be here. Sorry I'm late like I usually am, but, you know, I have a house full of kids upstairs. That's, you know, okay, because this time, I mean, maybe Jimi Hendrix is busy upstairs playing uh, entertainment for the kids, so he won't interrupt our show this time. And then, uh, I mean, you're not out carrying all the snow away from everybody else's house tonight or whipping uh, cookies in parking lots with the skid steers. So, I mean, we're glad to have you back, like, in person. Well, I'm glad to be here. I uh, spent the last couple hours procuring a uh, an Xbox for uh, for the kiddo's birthday, and well, Kidder heard all about it because <laughs> I kind of screwed up. But the kiddo was super excited, and they're upstairs. In about three minutes, they're probably going to be screaming their head off as soon as Overwatch gets done downloading. So, awesome. Yeah. Well, as long as you don't say what actually happened on the show, then it never happened and there's no recording of it. So that base looks awesome, by the way. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. It, uh, it, it took a while. So Jimi Hendrix is locked in that closet behind you, right? Uh, well, actually, that's not a closet. Uh, there, uh, there's, there's no closets down here, technically, yet. Okay. Well, people are getting behind there. the custom wood molding then uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just the ghost of jimmy hendrix it's okay he doesn't actually have somebody locked in the framework of his house that we know of we'll just we'll <laughs> stick him in the shoe rack we'll, we'll put him down there yeah. <laughs> awesome and what do you have tonight are, are you drinking mm. some uh 
some uh, doubler tonight or i actually have a presence or payments whatever you want to call it from the brewmaster this is the one that's not the mini the mini dna the russian stout something like that the, the imperial the Chernaya that one that one Gesundheit. i've been i've been saving it just for this perfect <laughs> so, oh. I, th- I think you're gonna enjoy that one and there's there's no better way to take it off like you might take off your thumb but with a giant knife <laughs> hey we never said we're civilized around here look at that it's not even trying to kill me Tell he drinks it damn that's good beer thank you you, you you've done good master you've done damn good wonderful so there's that now as we continue our collection of collectivities howard next people who joined us on the show it's a it's really a toss-up because we have two more guests to introduce to see what they're drinking tonight what's going on and who won out for not last well let's i'll put it this way the person who's last shouldn't you know uh feel bad about it but uh the next guest uh came in at episode 47 uh uh which was good. He won the second ever race we did for guests to see who would be on the show. Uh, After much taunting, we finally got to reveal who the gentleman from Indiana was uh, in an episode entitled A New Challenger Approaching. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, it is the king of the cookie gnomes coming to us all the way from Munchkin land. Big D, welcome back to the show. Why, thank you. It's funny you put it that way because I recall I do kind of tower about six inches over you but you know whatever it's all good yep so we got episode 100 congratulations that's the uh, approximate number of trolls it took to get me on the show the uh, approximate number of people in this show um i would like to also uh throw out for the uh, uh another race that i won the first uh race to or the, the winner of the uh uh, first appearance of the uh, Big D's Business Center. I made that race up myself retroactively. Uh, the yeah. bathroom? In hotel. In a hotel. Yep. Flush. Uh, enough, enough time wasting here, but this because this is an earth-shattering 100. I uh, got uh, uh, some monstrosity, which is probably going to make me regret my life choices, called Earthquake, High Gravity Lager, 24 fluid ounces, 10% alcohol. <clears throat> okay, not as crazy as I uh, thought it was going to be. It's actually pretty tasty. It's, uh, um, yeah, but average lager. It's all good. I didn't know if you were going to throw up there or <laughs> cheer. I mean, you had that, that look on your face. I <laughs> mean, this one right here. Yeah, almost. we'll see how it hits after 24 ounces in you. Yeah. Or was it one of this? <laughs> 24 ounces to freedom. And speaking of freedom, we uh, <clears throat> definitely couldn't do this show and get it out to more than, uh, you know, like three people without the one and only Clinton Kinnanen of another lost year. An actual celebrity on this show, 
Clint, welcome. Welcome back. Hello. I don't know about an actual celebrity, but <clears throat> congratulations on 100, guys. I made you a custom custom image. There you go. <laughs> well, I love it. <laughs> You're welcome. You're, I mean, it took me a while to work on it, but I got it done just in time. Now, uh, make sure you turn that into an NFT. It's worth something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just write NFT on that makes it one, right? Yeah. <laughs> and since it's 100, you know, I, I'm not much of a drinker, but I did uh, manage to pull out some of Wisconsin's finest new Glarus for you guys, man. So I'll oh, sh- appreciate that. Now I got to I got to open it. Need a knife? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, I'll figure it out in a second. I got a <laughs> Stick right. it on the edge of the coffee table, hook it on the coffee table, give it a whack on the top. I'm, you know, my wife would kill me, so I'm more comfortable with <laughs> But it's going to take a chunk out of the table just to have No, no, no. A lighter, she'd be way happier with that. You know what? I'll just I'll get one of those in a second. <laughs> and, and just so you are, are aware, this is being recorded, so we will know if you do get murdered in front of the camera. So there is proof for court. All right. Perfect. We will avenge you. <laughs> yeah, that, just leave your mic, your phone unmuted. Way, if there is any screaming, the recording will actually capture that video, and that'll be a whole lot easier for us. Yeah, I don't know. It's all right. Nice blood curdling scream. <laughs> Use your uh, teeth. You can do it. <laughs> you know what? Just, just hang on. I'll be back. Just hang on. <laughs> I was going to suggest well, eyeball socket. Oh, there's a good one. <laughs> uh, while Clinton is doing that, just since I did this for everybody else, uh, Clinton's first episode was episode 56, entitled Another Lost Year. Uh, it was also an episode that I was not on because it was while I was on hiatus for the birth of my daughter. So it was one of the many guests that Kidder brought in to cover while I was gone. So this is my first time on the show with Clinton. So... Uh, making history tonight. Here we are. Yeah. And then there was 12 or 100. I don't know how many of uh-huh. <laughs> We somehow made it. We <laughs> stumbled through the, the internet to get here. Let me dig into the Triple B fridge right here. And, uh, well, you know, this seems like a good occasion to pull out a chilled glass and have a nice sip of black and yeah. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. Blackened, yeah. <laughs> Make sure you add the muddled cherries. Get the hell out of here. Who let this guy in here? <laughs> I was about to troll him with the cherry comment. You beat me to the punchy bank. It was a bastard. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> I'm only late once. <laughs> so uh, blackened is 45% alcohol by volume and a 90 proof. And this is batch number 89 right here which you know it's totally in focus so you can look up the playlist on the blackened website to listen to the playlist that was played for that and if if you want to take the that don't take the hair right off your chest maybe put it right back on your head i don't know (sighs) no i've drank (laughs) enough of it it's not gonna work If you also want to get uh, the actual recipe for an old-fashioned, you can get uh, this handy pint glass 
to have the perfect old-fashioned, the Kidder-approved old-fashioned at BeerBluesBest.com. Click on merch. And yes, no it freaking cherry. cherry. No freaking cherry. Oh. No freaking cherry. Get the hell out of here. Totally a cherry at the very bottom. See that red thing? It's totally a cherry. That was bad graphic design. <laughs> Didn't you design it? Nope. <laughs> Damn, hitting hard here. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's good. That'll help take away all of the memory from the show. Tastes better <laughs> if there's a cherry in it. <laughs> you know, we we could uh, we could send a message to Mrs. Kidder and she could bring him down some cherries. We don't have any. He just they has the bowl of the plastic house. ones for decorations. <laughs> With the grape and uh, <laughs> apple, and I'll have to put that over here too. Now we know what we're now we know what we're getting them for Christmas. Costco-sized jug of maraschino cherries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was seventy-two dollars. Here, watch as I football it out into the street. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe FedEx will be able to deliver it without breaking it to you. I doubt it. <laughs> I thought that was USPS that time. Yeah, I it might have been UPS. I don't remember. It's one of the two big box ones. So, uh, Brother Nico ended up uh, sending me, I believe it was supposed to be two bottles of blackened. Is, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, that is correct. <laughs> one of them made it back to him. <laughs> and I say one of them because the other one was disintegrated in the packaging. <laughs> Yeah, made the made the bottle smell like it smelled like it, so that was nice, I guess. So, hundred episodes in, and Howard's still pushing off something to drink. I'm not pushing off something. I just knew that you were going to do something probably along the line of blackened, which yeah. is not as interesting as what I have because kid. Uh, since episode five of this show, uh, I tend to drink weird and other things. And because I didn't make it over to your house for the rumble, I still have this in my fridge. So I'm going to drink it. Those who watch the show or know about what I'm talking about, it from the local geek and the Oscar Blues Brewery, I have a can of Death by Coconut, <laughs> which is an Irish style porter brewed with coconut and chocolate, uh, 6.5% alcohol by volume. I can almost guarantee this is probably not going to be dirty. Can't smell the chocolate. Kidder, you would hate this. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. I, I, I say that because... Kidder hates coconut, and it you definitely can taste the coconut. Um, and the chocolate is there. It's it's a very bitter chocolate taste. Well, it's got like earthy undertones of chocolate. Is what you're saying, Howard? Um, no. Um, more it's it's like a Anoki it's like birth. a bitter dark chocolate, and not like a a sweet chocolate. Too you much know. cacao. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely not, not alcoholic chocolate milk like one JS gunslinger likes to drink. Um, this is far more bitter than that. Uh, Lyman Kugel, uh, what was it? Chocolate Duncan? Chocolate Dunkel. Dunkel. And, it, and it's amazing. Oh. Yeah, if, if you like watered down chocolate milk, yeah, sure. <laughs> you, um, I believe. Speaking of bitter. 
I'm waiting to see where this transition goes. <laughs> by, by the faces that that Howie's making and the uh, just the coconut, I think I'd rather have that gas station gut bomb that uh, Big D is drinking. <laughs> hey, this is the happy happy Harry's gut bomb. <laughs> just slightly classier. Oh, well, I mean, at least it's not a forty. Oh my goodness, no! <laughs> One time. <laughs> <laughs> One time in my life, 20 years ago, I'm still regretting it. When you first held it up, I, I could have swore that was a that was a can of Hurricane. Yeah, don't think I've ever had that. Steel Reserve. Oh, yes. Disaster, oh. Oh. <laughs> 45. The Hurricane and the Steel Reserve are some of the uh, some of the former locals' favorites. <laughs> Kidder knows what I'm talking about. So does Farva. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Local geek needs to stock those. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you want me to come in case? Local geek, you should, you, should, you should do your best imitation of Steel Reserve. <laughs> A natural ice clone. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, you don't party unless you got Natty, Natty Light, man. And the pink flamingos to go with them. Yes. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. When it's hot out, the natter days are pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah, that is the weird thing about them. I mean, it's like pink lemonade, alcohol, beer that isn't really beer or alcohol, but yet it tastes okay. Kind of confusing. Yeah, I mean, once it gets above like 95, as long as it's liquid, it really doesn't matter at that point. Oh, death by coconut. Off to JS Gunslinger. <laughs> Uh huh. <laughs> you go, Howard. You should have saved already. for another six months. We could have offloaded it. Just uh, what uh, what proof or uh, uh, alcohol content are we looking at this for uh, their, their local geek? Holy crap! I cannot English. <clears throat> that guy was ten and a half percent. That might have something to do with Woo! it. Cool. <laughs> I got another one next to me that's six point eight. So this is going to be a good night. <laughs> Good thing you got a couch around. You know, there. since we're uh, <laughs> since we're we're talking cheap beer, uh, I don't know if anybody else saw this, but uh, Bush has a new product out that you can now purchase in stores. Is it the dog beer? No, no. Rude Boy did share that on an episode. Aren't aren't most bushes out? Uh, Isn't that the way they work? <laughs> We'll wait for this to pop up. Waiting for Howard to get Let's it. See. <laughs> Beer yeah. soap? Oh. Well. I actually oh have my a that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. For those times where you want to smell like you've been in a bar, but not really go out. Mm-hmm. Sir, is there any reason that I can detect the odor of an alcoholic beverage coming from inside your vehicle? Why, yes! It is I, Bush Soap! G.I. <laughs> 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 be damned! <laughs> Imagine hey, getting that hot and smell like shame and regret. <laughs> I'm totally tober, officer. Uh-huh. You get all hot and sweaty, and that, start, that aroma starts wafting. Oh. It's like you left an open beer in a hot car. <laughs> God, no, no, 
no, no, no. We're not. We're not bringing up that today. No, God, no. Oh, oh. oh the, the we have to now. The Magnum. I, I walked is, myself. Is, oh. is is that? That's what you want to bring up, Farva? The Magnum. Oh, oh the Magnum. <laughs> Take a oh. whiff, huh? Huh? You just want me to get high, high from that. <laughs> I mean, if I took the cap off of that, we'd be well on our way. Like, all of us would be well on our way. Oh, yeah, definitely. Pretty sure I can smell that from here with the cap on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm just, the, the worst thing about that night is the fact that we were making up a T-shirt for Farva <laughs> in an enclosed car <laughs> driving through Grand Forks. Uh, I'm, I'm actually amazed we made it to where we needed to go, but whatever. Life has a way of working things out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, speaking of getting places and working things out, I mean, Clint, uh, you've been traveling all over the place these days. This It's kind of like the old days, really, right? I mean, yeah, it's a little bit different. Not a different city every night. Uh, it's a little bit more fun than that. Uh, it's been a I, I, last year. So I, I work with a couple of fighters in the PFL. One of the guys actually won the championship in November. So that was a crazy experience to watch this dude fight million dollars all year and then get one of those big million dollar checks. That was pretty cool. And then this year has just been, uh, it's been even crazier already. I've already been two separate recording sessions for over 11 songs, shot four music videos. I do a lot of wedding videography as well. And, We've shot six weddings already this year. I'm just uh, busy, man. Busy. <laughs> you don't happen to uh, need like a DJ on uh, on retainer, do you? I happen to know a guy. Man, dude, I honestly, I have no idea how much money people really spend on DJs for weddings, but that's like where the money's at. Oh, like I said, you got to work like super late, but yeah, I mean, they make wedding DJs paid, bro. You're playing me up too much. Kid. Remember, I was a DJ at a skating <laughs> Don't bring me into that. Listen, uh, there's a reason why you can't be around schools anymore, and I didn't want to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was the mustache challenge that my coworkers and I tried about 12 years ago. Oh. <laughs> he automatically had to register just because of his mustache. <laughs> Dude. Almost. Almost. I've never been much of a mustache person, but for March mustache march man so i've been been working on this guy and we uh so we used to do on tour all the time so when march would roll around you just shave everything off but your mustache and i just don't grow a lot of facial hair for a grown man so i was like you know what this year i'm gonna start in november so this is like november's worth of mustache <laughs> since the last time you were a good effort show. so hard <laughs> it's, a good effort. it's looking great <laughs> just don't shave it off <laughs> You know, I, uh, I I feel that I may be the only one here who is physically incapable of growing a mustache. I, I, I can't tell if Big D's got a Mexi stash going or uh, what we got there. Uh, I just didn't shave today. I, I was, woke up in Norfolk, Virginia. I flew all day, which is my own personal hell. I just didn't shave. Uh, I can I can do the mustache. I can do the goatee. But anything beyond that, I can't really do very much. I'm going on about three weeks right here. And all I got is, uh, I don't know, eighth of an inch. I'm in the same ballpark as Big D. This is like two or three weeks without shaving, and I got nothing over here. <laughs> see, mine just grows in blonde, so even if it is there, you can't see it. 
I'm glad we don't have any kind of like charity thing where we need to actually grow out uh, because half of the people on this can't grow. <laughs> Although I'm very proud of Bob Giggles because he's been growing that since college. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. It's, it's, <laughs> Class 06. Here we go. <laughs> Former coworker of mine, uh, he became a civilian again. He's been growing his beard ever since. 2010 summertime so has not cut it it's down darn near to his belt at this point even pictures it's pretty wild it's gonna like hurt your face like it just has to be uncomfortable at some point right probably but he's um if i remember correctly he was the kind of guy who just would not care he's like i'm doing it i don't care what it's gonna cost me my sanity or whatever um he got married after he started growing it, so that's that. Wife must be on board with it. He should join ZZ Top theoretically, but he's completely bald. Uh, imagine, oh. uh, 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 not to be incentive. Imagine Kidder from Kidder. here up. Gotcha. <laughs> wow, Kidder shaves. Kidder shaves. That's, that's simply amazing. Like from here up, who knew? <laughs> Who knew? I'm just I'm just trying to give the uh, the contrast to the length of the beard versus what is on top of his head. That's all. That's what I said. Not not to be insensitive. I got to be nice to you once every four years. Oh, yeah, it's kind of like with saying with all due respect and just laying down some some dirty BS right after it. Like, uh, you know. Not to be insensitive, but you're a dick. <laughs> no, but I, but I said with all due respect, so I mean with all due respect. Yeah. Like do you respect think your, that, your lack of respect. Do you guys think you could pick Kidder's head out of like a lineup of bald people? Like if it was just like a bunch of bald heads like like stuck to a table, do you think you could pick Kidder's head out of it? <laughs> if I had some sunglasses, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Solar flare. <laughs> you guys can laugh, laugh all you want. Freaking night so. ships at night with that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I charge the FAA per night just to make sure that planes don't land in my neighborhood. <laughs> get a bunch of laser you know, whenever something reflects off that thing. I bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to get an insurance break for that, right? Like your insurance is probably cheaper because that. Absolutely. Everybody sees me. Uh, on the road. I was seeing sun dogs earlier at work today, and I'm pretty sure there's one on the left side of a screen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm pretty sure future Howard is going to add a couple lens layers uh, to Kidder's view. <laughs> once this comes out. <clears throat> I mean, did it look did like a JJ Abrams film. Anamorphic <laughs> 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 man. <laughs> You see the glare right there. See right in the middle. <laughs> You're welcome. You know, we probably could have saved the American taxpayer a whole bunch of money in the past couple of weeks. Instead of sending some damn F-22s or whatever to go blow things out of the sky, we could just take a, a really powerful flashlight, bounce it off of your head, and just aim it just right. <laughs> You know, if I get a, a a magnifying glass of some kind on the other side to really harness the power of the refraction and reflection, then we can we can start lens. pointing that thing. Screw Russia or China and their lasers. I got one right here, baby. 
<laughs> it might actually brighten He's up. Like, Freaking looks like a trancer and orchestra concert going on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He did he doesn't even need the tinfoil hat. I mean, he's already got it going on. Yeah. <laughs> it's great for microwaves. I was hoping that uh, it would illuminate Farva too, so we could actually see him, but uh, apparently it's just pretty dark down in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a little dark down here. We, we, have, we haven't shipped any power down there lately, so sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. We'll just go back to the cowboy days, I guess. Need another ice storm for us to be able to help you. I'll, I'll turn my head a little bit to the south. Yes, turn it south for me, man. Warm it up yeah. down here. <laughs> Waiting to get back on the golf course too. Go out to kill all the golfers. Anybody else ready for round two? Because I am. <laughs> I'm ready, kidders. <laughs> I've already had round six, seven, eight. Thank you very much. Didn't think this was a dance competition with all you hosers. <laughs> I, I, I might have a new one for the show. It hasn't been on before, but we'd have to consult the brewmaster for that. Uh, I know my second one's going to be a new state that hasn't been represented before. So. Ooh. Well, I got, uh, I got a Baltic fire going on from Lakefront Brewery in what appears to be Wisconsin. <clears throat> it is a Baltic pour with vanilla, full rounded and roasted made with chocolate and malt and vanilla. Lakefront has not been represented before. Well, there we go. This was even from the gas station. Nice. <clears throat> Should be good. Nothing fancy on it other than 6.8% alcohol by volume made in Milwaukee, Wisconsin and a normal Surgeon General's warning. Best by April 4th, 2023. Cool. I still got a face. That sounds the class. Nurse big, that one like business center. I'm, I'm sorry. I trampled on your business center joke there. Big D. Oh, I was just saying that sounds about as classy as big D's business center. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying that, you know, you could drink it through April 4th because then you'd be nursing beers like Howard. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's, uh, it's not nearly as dark as the uh, Russian word I can't pronounce, but uh, <clears throat> it's quite good. You can really taste the vanilla, um, and you can taste kind of this the roasted chocolate. A little bit bitter, not quite as, as dark and thick as the chocolate dunkel, but it's not bad. He just likes the dunkel. <laughs> Their donuts are great. <laughs> Although... <laughs> The, uh, at the sponsor show. <laughs> at, the, at the last uh, at the last fine liquor establishment that Kidder and I visited, one of the descriptions of the drink that I had was was and I quote, "It is just like a chocolate or an alcoholic chocolate milk." <clears throat> Kidder tried it. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. It was good. I I was actually amazed because legitimately tasted that way. That was and the. It'll, it'll get you real screwed up too. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the Smith and Current is what that one was. I always get it confused with the Smith and Wesson, but no. Well, that's that's upstairs. I can get that too. Yeah, me too. And then we get another wonderful person to join us. He's been on the show a couple times. Enter the Midnight Rocker, 
101. He's got to unmute himself, though, because that must be some setting that's magically on. Everybody, gets, everybody get muted. What's up, guys? How's it going? There he is. Hello. <laughs> Good to see you guys. Got the conglomeration. He's coming to us from uh, the gaming center, as it were. It's like Tron. It's coming to us from Tron. Maybe Tron. Turtle, some turtles back there. Running out. Mortal Kombat. And Howard Blues, uh, because just, you know, obviously thanks for joining us uh, here, Midnight Rocker. But uh, as Thank we you. introduced everybody else in the show, Howard likes spitting some facts because it lets him not drink for a little bit. And uh, he's bringing up the episodes, the titles and whatnot. And Howard Blues, give us some truth. Yeah, so since I did this for everybody else, uh, the Midnight Rockers' first episode with us was episode 34, entitled The Midnight Rocker. That's right. We, we named it after him. Uh, he also would appear on another episode that had my favorite title, which was uh, Rockin' the Neon Arcade, uh, which was that would be 80, uh, episode 80, Rockin' the Neon Arcade. So there you go. Fun facts. So if you flip over to the fun facts tab there, it tells you every episode a person's been on. <laughs> Man, um, Local Geek lo doing all the work for us. Uh, uh, gosh. Lo local Geek, I would do that, but uh, Google is uh, running so slowly on my machine that if I pull up that spreadsheet, it probably would kill my computer. <laughs> so, uh, hey, uh, uh, Clint, I mean, you might know some people who want to, uh, you know, throw out some sponsorships because they've got some extra money to burn. I mean, if, uh, if a sponsor the show maybe get Howard a new computer. I mean, we could get ourselves into the 20th century. Hey, I did notice you guys just recently surpassed 100 uh, subscribers, so congrats That's on true. that. That's true. Thank yeah, you for that. liking us. Good job. Thank you all for subscribing because it helped us to chip away at uh, actually hitting 100. I made you guys a custom thing for 100 subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. That's yeah. That's great. Can we make NFTs off that? Actually, we're up to 102 uh, as, as, as of recording is our current subscribers. So, yeah. I updated it. I updated it, guys. There you go. <laughs> 1,012? Why did we get here? Holy crap. That's good. That's some great math. I like that. Can that happen should, to my bank account? He should do the presidential portraits they do. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, hey, Clint, can you can you get a, a, a new portrait of, of Howard and I? Uh, uh, we've been using the same one for a good 10 years now. It's almost time we updated. <laughs> and you guys want like uh, like doing the Titanic thing? Like, you know, who's, who's Leonardo? Who's Kate? Which one? Well, clearly I'm Leonardo because I'm drowning in depression with how I have to deal with this show every week. So... <laughs> I mean, I was going to say he was Kate and, and, you know, Howard was going to draw him like a French woman, but, you know. <laughs> draw me like your, your French woman. If you just think about it, though, like, if you just, if you had to break that scene down between uh, Howard and Mark, like, and you put both of them in the role of, like, <laughs> trying to both out. Like, Mark is a one-point draw and Howard, and Howard's a one-point draw and Mark. Like, just those pictures alone, man, they're... <laughs> They're living rent free in my head right now. <laughs> it's worth the <laughs> NFT. <laughs> 
I think you put some images in everyone's head that no one wants to see right now. <laughs> and suddenly, <laughs> say, this is going to haunt my nightmares. Steam, there's a steamed window. And a <laughs> That's just proof that I ended up actually seeing that movie 20 years ago. So, <laughs> so uh, which, who's holding who off the bow of the ship? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's there's some stern action happening. I mean, if the buoy light goes out, we can, you know, Howie can always hold up Mark and they can use him for the beacon. <laughs> they might have actually seen the iceberg had I been alive at the time. I mean, they, they'd all still be alive. It's been 92 years since I remembered. Or I could see uh, Howard and Kidra doing the Lion King reactment. Howard Blues cannot hold a beer. Oh, drink more beer. <laughs> what? Hopefully we don't get sued. Don't <laughs> <laughs> nah, you you switch up the lyrics. It's all good. There's no copyright infringement. Right? Yeah. I, sure. Yeah, Clint, that 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 passes, right? We're good. We, I mean, you you created it <clears throat> all right here, so I think you're fine. Okay. Like it's fair use under parody, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Creative <laughs> Commons license. Thank you. <laughs> What else can we get for free on this show? Because we don't have a button. Mr. Rocker, how you doing, man? What do you got on tap tonight? Uh bought some uh called Two Town Two Towns uh Cider House. Do this. Couple different flavors. Uh the one right now drinking is uh Pacific Pineapple. And then I got uh Crimson Bliss. And then another one is uh, Bright Sire Hard Apple. And the last one is Prickly Pear Side. You know, uh, beer, beer names are starting to sound a lot like weed strains, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, brewery out of Michigan. Oh, the, the, I'll, I'll just the hop in here. Is it good? Yeah, it's fantastic. Super great. One of the best ones I've actually had so far. I'll just hop in here quick with my second beer here. I've got the Kona Big Wave, which uh, my thought behind having it was to knock off the uh, Hawaiian brewery, but their bottle doesn't list Hawaii, even though their Wikipedia page suggests that uh, the original brewery is there. So I'm thinking their stateside distribution is probably in the list of states that they have here. He's a phony. <laughs> <laughs> And they probably, sold, they probably sold out to Anheuser-Busch just like Rolling Rock did. Uh, they did sell out to a uh, bigger company, which is where I think they got all the distribution from the state side. But the, the Kona Brewery still does exist in Hawaii, so I feel like we should be able to count it. <laughs> count it. I'll give it to them. Sure. Two points, Jackie. Count. Put it on the board. He's he is the one who curates the list, so I mean I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Put it in there. <laughs> He's done more work uh, calculating everything on this show and keeping records than like the, all the rest of us combined. <laughs> Thanks, local geek. I'll drink to that. Yeah, you got it. Oh, my next uh, for round two is 
Kelowna Brewing Company's Quick Wit, a picture of uh, Mark Twain on the can. It's a Belgian-style wit ale. Um, has the classic taste of bananas and cloves with a little bit of dried orange peel. So go down smooth. Um, and uh, Just a zest, huh? A little, just enough fruit to uh, get your taste buds going, but not too much to overwhelm them. So good for any season. And Clint, how's your beer? Because you got it open now, right? Yeah, but I told you I'm not much of a drinker. I was just participating. I don't even want to show you guys how much I've drank out of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> just, All right. You have at least tried the beer drinker. You would have or go. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, for not drinking beer, it's, it's, uh, it tastes like beer. <laughs> it's actually it's really not bad. The thing about beer that I really hate is like when it, has like a really i don't even know how to explain like the jargon that you guys talk bitter about bitter face yeah, it's, not, it's not bitter at all it's uh, like aftertaste yeah if I, all right i'll say this too like if, I, if i'm not much of a drinker but if i were to drink like my preference would be like i would like, i just like to if i'm gonna drink i'm i'm drinking to get trapped you know what i'm saying i'm not like socially drinking so i'm like doing car bombs I'm Bud Light. Right. Well, a, a car bomb suffices all of it because like the bailey gives me the nice tasty flavorful after you know it's so, so it kind of this as weird as it sounds it kind of reminds me a little bit of like uh the aftertaste of like how bailey's goes down so it's kind of got that finished a little bit so to speak i don't but it's That's not bad enough description that sounds good that yeah, is a pretty decent beer i've got a clone recipe for it that i've been meaning to make and haven't got around to it's it's really good. my so when i when, I'm from North Carolina, but I live in Wisconsin now. But my uh, roommate back in North Carolina, he he has like a microbrewery in the garage, and he he has won all kinds of contests with this like key lime pie beer. But he uh, he would always say whenever I'd come back, he's like, "Man, you got to bring me some new Galeras because it's like you know you can they only sell it here in Wisconsin." So I'd always be trekking it back to him. But like he's he's a big beer snob, but he loved he loves new Galeras. I would actually I'd love for you guys to chat with him because he's like a wealth of knowledge when it comes to that stuff. Sounds like you guys will probably go along really well. It sounds great, but then, you know, we have to elevate our game and actually know something about something. So (laughs) (laughs) we just bring local geek. We'll be fine. I got (laughs) Okay. You know, I mean, if if you like, if you really like your aftertaste, you should really try a nice stout IPA, like extra IPA. It'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) Like a <laughs> <laughs> throw up just at the thought, especially if it has. You know, I in think it. I gave Kidder. I think I gave Kidder one of the really good ones. Um, I believe it tasted like lemon or lime Christmas tree. Is about uh, is about how how I describe it. It was one of the lining Kugel ones, and I didn't actually mind that. Yeah, there's something wrong with you because it was terrible. I was going to ask if you gave it to Howard like you did the coconut. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that ended up at his place. I I have no idea. It's about half gone. <laughs> Come on, Howard, you can you can do it. Chug it. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> he probably won't make the same face you did when you polished off that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I have made some bad decisions in the last few weeks when it comes to chugging beer to keep up and uh <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm just going to take it nice and slow on this one. Uh, just throw some cherry flavor in there. What are you drinking, Howard? 
Uh, I'm, I'm drinking this beer that Kidder pawned off on me. Uh, it's called. It Dead ended up Coconut. there somehow. It wasn't me. I have nothing to do with it. It's so it's a yeah. It's an Irish style porter brewed with coconut and chocolate, and so it's like a real bitter oh. chocolate taste, and then a real oh. strong coconut taste. It's not my fancy. favorite. <laughs> it ended up in a bag. That I just need to chase it with an almond joy or a mounds bar or something. It, it tastes kind of like an almond joint. Hmm. It ended up in a bag I gave Kidder because I gave him Howard each some beers, and I was short one to give Kidder to just kind of make it an even handoff, and he passed it off to Howard anyway. <laughs> so yeah, Howard, yeah. Howard, you just need to buy the bullet and try some of you. Oh, I yeah. Pretty pretty listen, you, That's good stuff. you just need to come down from Grand Forks, and, and, and we can make that happen. We'll find a way. We'll find a way. My birthday's next weekend. Come on down. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh on that note uh and because you're talking about if you wanted to, if you were a, a drinker you just want to get trashed you try a little soju you will time warp <laughs> like yeah without it'll be just cool hanging out and then all of a sudden it'll be next week you mean tequila <laughs> yeah, is a, a Korean. Uh, it's based on rice. I don't know if you classify it as wine or what the frig. It's uh, um, wine is about as close as we would uh, approximate uh, based on rice. Uh, fruity varieties are like ten to twelve percent. The uh, non-fruity red cap or green cap, which is generally twenty percent. Um, yeah. It's, it's pretty it's pretty strong i mean if you're using that just to find like, wine uh, bud light is race-based <laughs> is it like like a sake bud light is water-based <laughs> check it out <laughs> agreed, <laughs> agreed. <laughs> so well, me a craft beer if it's it's korean does it still have the snake in it uh no um i think that was there was some Japanese uh, sake ginseng liquor that one of my sweetmates in Korea had just sitting on top of the fridge had a, um, had something in the bottle. I'm, it was like an eight-year-old memory that, and I never, I opened the thing, smelled it, and corked it right back up like I'm not touching this. Um, Sangria. I, to my knowledge, the Koreans don't do that. I could be wrong. I've I've heard stories from a from a, a Vietnam vet. That I that I know quite well of a bottle of a bottle of something that had a cobra in the bottom bottom of it, but I, I don't remember the name of it. Like alive, or this was alive, or it was dead. Well, hopefully it wasn't still alive because it was swimming in a bottle of liquor. <laughs> for, I don't remember record, seeing though, any snakes in Korea, so maybe not. Uh, it was it was it was put some snakes in your uh, your next uh, batch you brew. <laughs> No, probably not. <laughs> Although I do have another one in the works, I think. So, well, look at that. The spoiler, and and what's the uh, the next one going to be? So, so I got the porter done that we talked about the last episode I was on. Uh, probably bring that one to you guys in the next couple of weeks to have on the show. And then my buddy that I brewed that with, he wants to do a Mybach. So I think we're going to do one of those in the near future. How do you decide? How do you decide on what? Um what the next thing you're going to brew is like uh, typ- to- typically for me, I go off of styles that I enjoy. Um, 
end the season, like when I did the one that JS Gunsinger had earlier, I brewed that to kind of have for winter beer. So I brewed that in, I think it was like September-ish, October maybe. And then it was ready to drink by the time the cold weather really hit. Yeah. So did you, do you find something like for, so that was, is that a recipe that you found or is that like one that you kind of tweak on your own and you're like, you have kind of like a mood board, so to speak, like I want these kind of tones going on for like a winter beer or whatever, like. Uh, usually what I'll do is I'll pick the style that I want to do and then I will get a general idea off of the internet of what people use for a recipe and then I'll tweak it for what I'm really looking for for a flavor profile or alcohol content in that case I was shooting for something as high as I could get it and that was just and that's why he's the triple B brewmaster <laughs> that one was the one I just wanted to do I wanted to see how high I could brew it I don't normally drink super high alcohol beers I like the ones that i drink four or five of them and not be totally trashed if i drink them but that one was kind of a fun one just because i wanted to see what i could do with it jess gunsling will try uh four or five of those uh 12 percenters <laughs> you damn right i uh i think the foam on that stuff was about 15 20 percent because uh, that's got some snort to it <laughs> yeah he's like he found pizza i don't know it just showed up hey man that's the only thing i've eaten today all right back oh. off and, and he's got a 12 ounce or 10 and a half percent beer in his belly now we know how how he's all jacked up yeah, that, that one's gone i'm at the 6.8 now and then after this i forgot but there's still a mystery case like half case of beer in the back seat of my pickup that that uh, kidder oh, left my. in there from the other day <laughs> That's right. Oh, great. So I almost forgot to give him the, the. I almost forgot to bring it over to him. I was like, "Why? Why all that?" I went running down the street. I just, I just don't want leave. To, I want to say this: like a lot of my friends don't drink. They're more into uh, weed. <laughs> so, but like, like it's funny because like uh, I mean, me personally, I'm like, "Oh shit, man! I just found a joint that I didn't know that I had." And he's like, oh, man, it was like a half a case of mystery beer in my trunk. It's like, I wonder if this is the same way, man. It totally is. <laughs> it, it was hidden underneath the coverall. I, I, I couldn't, I, I didn't remember until literally we started this episode. <laughs> did you finish off the other it. ones I gave you? Yes. The mini, the, the, the thing for both the mini DNAs, one was one year and uh, the next year or whatever, but they were yeah. damn good. And then there was, I think I gave you the wheat as well. You might have. The wheat might have been the first one I drank. Yep. I think that was the first one I had. I, I haven't had a bad one yet. How's that? Sounds good to me. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> this 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 Russian thing was really good. That was the best one yet. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that one. Like I said, I don't normally go for a high alcohol, but that one I did enjoy. And when it gets cold, I'll usually have one. I still got a couple bottles left. Yeah, if dark had a flavor, it's that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys being... Uh... Uh, beer aficionados, though, like so when you go out to restaurants and stuff, how how do you how do you order beers? Like, what's what's your go to? It's like tall. <laughs> we order whiskey. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, personally, I I try to go for something local if I'm out of town, um, or even in town too. I'll try to hit local breweries if they've got them on tap. Otherwise, I'll usually shoot for something dark, either a stout or a porter. Okay, I generally won't. Yeah, that was, that was like. Uh, oh, go, no, ahead, go, go, go ahead, Kidder. Oh, I'm sorry. 
I thought that it was Nico. He had he had that I'm saying something face, and my webcam partially covered Big D's face. <laughs> so I was just going to say that uh, last time uh, visited uh, the Des Moines way, uh, Rude Boy Kyle and I went over to the store and basically cleaned house on on everything that was local. What's Iowa based? And I think it was a good two months of. <laughs> debuting an Iowa beer three times a show, but something different and from all over the state of Iowa and even Nebraska. I think I got a couple of those in there too, but tried to get as many different beers and types of beers and whatever is locally made. And even some of the ones we've had in the past years that uh, I really enjoy, like the, those four packs kind of like the, what is that? Blackberry and, and uh, blueberry, I forget what else. The the white cans that are like the pints. And there's four of them. Are you talking like the ciders? Yeah, those. Yeah, yeah, ciders. yeah those those are really good. Mm-hmm. And there's the, a reason that Iowa down, down uh, east? for a long time was the most mm-hmm. represented state for breweries. You guys had on the list. Uh, recently, was surpassed by Minnesota, though. Ooh. Well, we got to change that. <laughs> <laughs> Wisconsin's, Wisconsin's got to be a pretty high up on the list with all the lineys and whatnot that we've had. Well, well, it's breweries, not times consumed. So um, Wisconsin is only at two. Minnesota's oh, currently man. at 12 and Iowa's at 10. What? There's wow. two tonight. New Glarus. And- well, I added two tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't put those on the list yeah. yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, you guys doubled the score. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Tallying it quick. Here we go. Uh, Big D, sorry, you you were saying. I forget what I was saying. Oh, wait, no, I remember now. So, yeah, the, no, the, the question was when you go to restaurants, what do you normally order beer-wise? I normally don't, uh, but that's just me. I'm a, I lived out of country for too long, so I'm turning into kind of a beer snob. Uh, five years in Europe, we'll kind of do that to you. <laughs> have you had Happy Harry's yet? doesn't sell Chimay anymore, those sons of bitches. <laughs> have you had the celebrator that I had uh, overseas? Mm, I don't think so. Was it Steel Reserve Part Two? <laughs> no, it was actually really good. It wasn't uh, a beer flavor, really. What I would more uh, put it in line with would like a barley wine style. It'll get you drunk. <laughs> Sounds really good. See, though, Kidder's got me turned on to these like fancy whiskey drinks now, and so now every now every time I go to a bar, I got to try an old fashioned, and then. With cherry, I mean, no, you, you got to throw no. the cherries. No, <laughs> and then I've been really kind of happy with the Irish. The last two Irish coffees I've had because both of them have been phenomenal. Do, so, do those have Bailey's in them? Uh, I believe these had whiskey and coffee. Oh shit! That's just that's just <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's like Dr. Dre's way of drinking coffee, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the other place it had. Jameson whiskey as yep. as the whiskey, and then I don't remember what the what the other one was. Uh, it might have been the dealer's choice. I was I went to this bar in L.A. one time, and it was a uh, it was a Jameson bar where they had like you got like the ten year, twelve year, and and on up. But they were like ridiculously priced. Jameson is a dangerous beverage. <laughs> it uh, it's a pretty wonderful whiskey. I, I will say so. Um, 
if you've tried their gold reserve or gold something, it's really, really freaking good. Um, it, it's, it's, yeah, it, it's wonderful. Just the standard stuff is okay. Their cask mate stuff, if you like kind of a beer flavor in your whiskey, the cask flavor is good. I haven't tried their orange because it just, it sounds terrible. I don't, I don't know why anybody would put orange in whiskey, but it sounds horrid. I have not tried that one. I have tried uh, the Gold Reserve. I've tried the 10-year, the standard one. I've, there's been many of them. Um, the cask mates have been good, and there's one other one that's been pretty good. But the, I think the only one I haven't had yet is the, is the uh, orange one, because no. It's an orange <laughs> zest. That's all you need. Have you had the cold brew? They also have a cold brew that's pretty good. I, yeah, I went pretty hard on that bottle. Um, that was that was my that was my weekend coffee creamer. I mean, additive. <laughs> Saturdays when I didn't have anything to do, it was it was it was coffee and and cold brew, and yeah, because why not? At least you were adding it to something, not drinking hey. it straight. Yeah, uh, the gold I can drink straight. The rest of it, not so much. So, Clint, I do have to say, next time you make it up to this neck of the woods, we'll take you out to uh, both of the places where uh, JS Gunslinger and I have been uh, hitting up past a few months here to get you an Irish coffee and some car bombs because they, they do the Irish car bombs at the Irish bar, the Irish pub. Of course, they would. Because they're so delicious, man. I hate that I like I hate that that's so I was in the army, man. My roommate, he was from New Jersey, he was like this Irish Catholic dude, man. All he did like it's a joisy thing. So I mean <laughs> all we drank, and it would be half gallon a, a night, man. Like just paint. And so like that was uh Jameson was that was really the only time when I I, I drank consistently and then Every now and then you'd catch me out, like we'd be playing some shows, and then you have one car bomb, and one car bomb, bomb turns into like ten, then ten. You know, it's, it's, it turns bad from there. Oh yeah, yep, yep, it's true. And uh, the Irish place also does uh, Irish Irish breakfast shots or breakfast all day shots is what they call them, and it's uh, a little piece of breakfast sausage on the shot glass. And uh, there's orange juice and oh, what the hell is it? It's like whiskey. Uh, it, it is whiskey, but Jameson? I want to. I want to say it's like uh, maple syrup whiskey. I was gonna say syrup. Man. It's gonna I say yeah. the dog that beat you. Yeah, I think it's Jameson, but it does taste like breakfast, like pancakes. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's Jameson maple syrup orange juice and a breakfast an actual like little piece, piece of sausage. sausage that they stick in there it's it's delicious <laughs> and uh yeah so we'll have to we have to partake all right when you come visit I'll do it, it'll be good i'll do it <clears throat> it'll be great and and then we'll take you uh across the river and uh we'll we'll get you uh a, an old-fashioned the way that it's supposed to be made Kidder, do me a favor. Really quick, get your remote control for your light set up. Turn it red. You want this remote. There you go. 
Okay, so not enough reflection to see if it makes your head like a cherry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You said yeah, you have no. to know something about lighting physics because it's coming from the back. It's a backlight for a reason. If you, four you, lights, you know. Can't, can't you change the front lights to red too? No, I got to get the you, gels out. I know. I know you can. You have it. You can do it. You just don't want to. Well, then I have you, to get up. Like what? I'm you also don't out. seem to, like, to pick up the uh, the idiosyncrasies that I know about the lighting. I just want to be a dick. So there's that. <laughs> So how is that different from normal? <laughs> exactly. So that's that's thing one thing too. Uh, Clint, you mentioned you were in the army. Where are you stationed out of? Fort Bragg. You son of a bitch! I am so sorry. Yeah, because I was there too. Oh yeah, you ran up and down Ardens. So. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I was. Uh, so I'm I'm Air Force, still active duty. Does the term "swo" mean anything to you? Oh, it's been. Or, or what? Uh, uh, what brigade were you under? I was in 82nd. Uh, I was in. Uh, well, I was in the signal battalion for a while, and then uh, I was in the Seventh Brigade detachment. So, okay, so you weren't uh, you weren't airborne. I was airborne. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I was I was one of those a holes telling the pilots they couldn't fly. You so you guys put us out in the trees more times than not, man. Like, <laughs> was, uh, hey. was a shithole, man. Like, I hated the the dudes at Pope. I mean, it wasn't bad, but like. I, I probably I went out in the trees at least three times, man. It was uh, it was it was it was a good time. Bragg was a good time. Like I, the best and worst time of my life for sure. Yeah, my my favorite part of Fort Bragg leaving. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. Then they they um I I left Bragg in it was late two thousand six. Uh, but it's, oh shoot, that's been a while then. Yeah, yeah. P- Pope I, is. I don't, I only left there about a year and a oh, half. Oh wow, ago, yeah, yeah. So. so it's uh yeah, it's it's probably a whole different world from from when I was there really. So it was a great time. I had a good time. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, the eighty second they go and they go and, and being slow as we go with them went with them. So yeah. The all three of the BCTs in the cab, yeah. The, they they did not I don't know when they slept. So <laughs> My, my first running division, uh, I, I, so I went straight from, you know, basic AIT straight to jump school. And then I took, it wasn't like 30 days. It was like 27 days. I took off and I was just like, oh, I'm not going to do anything. And jump school, you know, week one, you run maybe 10 miles. Week two, you run maybe 20 miles. But week three, jump week, you run 45 miles in that week. And I was just like, man, I'm not running for 20 some days. And then my first run in division, it was a it was a twelve mile run, and I'm like, are you it's like standard formation? We're going for a twelve mile run today. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, we're not. This is not real life. Like, you you are f-ing me, but it was it was brutal, man. They like to run division. God dang, they like to. Run. Yeah, there. I will say, if it is the there are some things that the army did get right. So as far as like flight physical to jump out of friggin' helicopters and jump out of the back of airplanes, static line. <clears throat> y'all got it right. The Air Force. Even if it's just static line qualified, the class three flight physical, you have to do everything that uh, class three otherwise would uh, entail. For y'all, y'all got it right. Do you have a pulse? Can you breathe? Can you do this? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, <laughs> you're good. It's pretty much let me look in your ear. Can you can you pop your eardrum? All right, cool. You're good, man. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, whatever. But the Air Force yeah. guys, man, they like this. Uh, I lived off post, and there was this uh, this chick in the Air Force that lived beneath me, and she would always be like, "Oh my God, it was PT was so rough today." I'm like, "What the hell are you talking about? You leave after me, and you're here when I get back." Like it can't be that bad. She's like, oh, we had to run like a mile and a half today. I'm like, shut the hell up, man. That's <laughs> yeah. one of my one of my favorite pastimes in in the overall umbrella of trolling, which multiple people here can appreciate, is screwing with the um, uh, junior enlisted soldiers. I had them convinced that we had um, we would get hardship pay when the air conditioner would go out and the chair stopped swiveling. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Grid coordinates for the dumpster. <laughs> yep and they, they i mean they were afraid of me but i mean that at the time they saw a little gold bar on my shirt and they'd be like ah so uh, that i i took some sadistic pleasure in that although i i didn't i didn't exploit that because that would just be a dick move i'm, I'm prior enlisted too so like i, I don't play that game but I, it made me chuckle inside <laughs> yeah well all right well prior enlisted is better than just being you know straight ocs <laughs> yeah. i was the oldest lieutenant in the in the squadron at uh when i got there to the 18th at uh the tender young age of 35. all my colleagues were 22 barely out of diapers <laughs> yep. Yep. So good, man. i tried to enlist but they said i could hear good enough to hear the mortars coming in so the marine corps went nope screw you you're out man you could have gone to a different one man yeah <laughs> i uh I got some other issues that should have bugged me, major medical issues, and they looked at that and went, nope, we don't give a <laughs> But, oh, you can't hear? Oh, sorry, man, you're out. Yeah. yeah. I, I get in the hearing booth, and the second I put the earphones on, it goes, beep. Yeah, you have never had as much self-doubt in your life as when you're sitting with those headphones on doing an audiology test. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, uh... <laughs> In maps, we, we had this old German lady that had been there since the beginning of time. And she's the one that did your physical, your your full medical physical. And yeah, she was not a nice she was she was a nice person and not a nice person all at the same time. That is oh, that is just the <laughs> that that's just the German culture. And I say that having lived in Germany for a couple of years and my wife lived in Germany completely separated from anything military uh, for a couple of years before we even met. She's like, yeah, that's just how they are. Very direct, very off putting to the standard upper Midwesterner. Yeah, I, I mean, I was I was 18. I was right out of high school. And I'm, you know, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to I'm going to ace this and it's going to be good. I go into the office with her and she goes, turn around and spread them. Like, OK. <laughs> and that's when J.S. Gunslinger lost his innocence. <laughs> well, on the topic of on, on the earlier topic of flight Being physical, that was I was bitching about a class three flight physical. If you get the class one flight physical, it's that plus this so yeah 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 thankfully uh thankfully she worse. never did that but zodiology <laughs> boosts that they're anything like the ones at the hospital are no joke for keeping everything out too like they totally block our wi-fi signals we have to place access points around them to make sure we have coverage across the building because it won't go through. <laughs> yeah, Don't worry. Other... We're going to take the, the... a picture of you and I'm going to go on the other side of this wall first. Yeah, right. Between you, you'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> 
the, uh, the the recruiter neglected to mention until after I took the test that all I needed to do was this during the hearing test, and I'd have been fine. <laughs> Just hit a button as fast as you possibly can. All right. <laughs> I'm glad he said that there's a button involved because I was wondering. Yes. <laughs> no, no, kidder, that that was separate from the turn around and spread them. So is that the medical? Yes, yes. <laughs> it's not the medical, right? It's a hearing test. It's, the just little... things. Oh, it's so confusing to get into the military, I guess. You, you see, no kidder, right? you, you'll go blind if you keep doing that. Apparently. <laughs> They're not worried you about see, your hearing anymore. <laughs> You you do Very all calm. the all the hard and scary things first, like the duck walk and the meeting with the scary German lady and everything else. And then I you will you, make you pass if you do something you, special. You pass all of this stuff and you think, Hey, I'm in the clear next week. I'm gonna be going to San Francisco or and or or uh, Camp Lejeune and then you sit in the booth and all you hear is church bells. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Oh well. Sorry, man. I I I beat myself up over here and there, but you know what? I uh, I can still walk. So yeah, dude, it's like it's, it's probably for the best, man. Like for real, like it's that's probably a blessing, dude. Yeah, man. I I I, I enlisted in '05 in the Marine Corps, and it would not have been good for me. Um, I uh, I had a I had a wicked farm accident when I was five years old and just about took my, my entire left foot off yeah. and there's, there's no way boot camp and jumping out of planes would have, would have been good for that. So. Hey, you, but, hey, you know what? You, you, you waited a process, bro. Like that's, you did. You I, did. I, I tried. You, I, you, I did. I, I tried. <laughs> so after that, I, I, uh, I went a little bit different direction and, and, uh, did the civilian route and, yeah, did that for about ten years, and yeah, we don't we we don't talk about the ending of that one. We don't need to talk about that on this show. We're supposed to have Ex a good time. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of a good time, we're, we're reminiscent, but we're also bringing up good life advice. Life doesn't always go the way you think it's going to go. Life doesn't always go in a straight line, but it's you know like what? A box of shock. You, you're. You're breathing. You're you got a job. You got income. You're supporting your family. That's success, as far as I'm concerned. No matter you know, civilian, military doesn't matter. Right. Taking care, right. taking care of business, whatever that looks like. That's success. Big deal. Yeah, went from uh, went from that to, to turning wrenches. So you know, is what it is. <laughs> I get philosophical when I have alcohol in my system. Someone got I, I it. I just get I've, I've got a, a poll to pose to everybody here. Since I'm out, should I have? Uh, my new porter that I brewed, or should I have one of the just generic domestics I have in my cooler? Clearly, the porter that you have on tap behind you, porter, because none of us have that ability to just go. Oh, you know what's on tap? Oh, I'll just lean over and pull up uh, a, a nice pour right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got my own uh, I? Another NFT. I got my own <laughs> NFT, yeah. All right, I'll be right back. Should I drink order. this fancy homebrewed one of a kind beer that I have, or should I get some gas station? Sh you know, the well, answer. you know, it is beer, blues, and BS. I got to have some content. <laughs> <laughs> you bring unless us you're, content, unless you're getting a, st a steel reserve, you better have the porter. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, and, it's and in that case, he's going to run down to the gas station real quick. He'll be back in 15. <laughs> in, in which case we need to rename the show beer blues and status. I've got a PBR in there. That's about as close as I get to a steel reserve. Oh my goodness. <laughs> PBR is like fine cuisine compared to steel reserve. Yeah. That's a low bar. <laughs> well, I mean, when, when you're hitting the low, you might as well go for, for loco at that point. Oh. It'll, it'll either get you screwed up or it'll kill you. I mean, maybe Finally, it'll have- I would this was in the same cooler as four logo. So for, you know, for what's that's for what that's worth. I would almost rather drink their swamp water. I ring out of my shoes than, uh, than a steel reserve. Hey, speaking of reserves, uh, I got uh, this out of the fridge. It's been waiting for a while. It's a, a simply spiked watermelon flavor of the lemonade. And, this one has natural flavors like the rest of them. It does contain alcohol. 5% per volume is 12 fluid ounces. And guess what? It has real fruit juice in it. Squeezed, then concentrated. How much fruit juice? 5%. Real set in the bar. <laughs> real high. How and, do you uh, go from Metallica whiskey to that because <laughs> it's one of the only ones that i have left in my fridge i have Those to go to the store i'm really gonna have to get kidder some of this uh porter pretty soon I mean, you know week, this is gluten free have you guys tried the, the uh mountain dew one at all we had a sample pack of the the mountain dews the regular the Baja Blast and the gross ass cherry something or other, right? Right. You're better off adding vodka to Mountain Dew instead of <laughs> drinking that malt stuff. <laughs> Mountain Brew. Make, yeah, make they're them. all right. They just tasted like diet. Or even uh, <laughs> of the sodas. Sonic, the Sonic restaurant version. They made seltzers. Say that not sounds horrible. Good. Yeah, not very good. <laughs> not, not my favorite. <laughs> Clint's like that does not make me want to drink at all. No, man. I, like I just, I, I seriously, I just sit here and I, I listen, and it's uh, like talking about all these different flavors of beer, and, and I mean, it, so well, he was saying that uh you know he'd rather drink a couple like four or five beers where he could continue instead of having four beers and being smashed like what do you what's the point in drinking like you guys just drink just to <laughs> drink i mean i don't flavor it's <laughs> yummy why do, why do you eat a steak because it's freaking delicious yeah okay all right i guess it's a fair that's a valid point really want a steak now it, it depends. Am I mowing lawn? Because if I'm mowing lawn, I mean, I'm going to pound either Natter Days or Summer Shandy all day long. <laughs> I got to get you a uh, grapefruit Shandy still made too, don't I? Yes, you do, actually. <clears throat> it's on my list for this spring. Heck yeah. Kid, I got to ask you, as far as your um, your beverage there, is yeah. it fruit juice or is it fruit juice? You know, it, it in the overall taste... It's kind of a half and half between the juice and and like juice because it is the sweet watermelon, you know, syrupy taste, but you get that, you know, fruit juice, like a fruit snack kind of at the end. So it's like, yeah, and you're okay. What would you get for a rating? Uh, 2.138. 
3.14. Repeating it, of course. You know, this Hi. episode is going to be really yeah. fun if I'm not paying attention for the what's on taps to get everything documented. It'll be all over the place. <laughs> what do you? Oh, it occurs to me. I've been, I've been nursing this for the half hour and I didn't do part two. Red's Wicked Apple, 8%, 24 ounces. The end. It's yummy. I like those too. Those but Jimi Hendrix came in for a second there because uh, <laughs> his camera was going off and the microphone's going, but nobody was there. <laughs> like Jimi <laughs> Hendrix is back. The mystery box is out. I, uh, Jimmy are, you, are, you talking, are, you, are you talking about Darius Gunslinger dig, coming in? Or are, you, or are you talking about uh, the fact that Howard Blues had King Koopa on his chair the whole time he was uh, incognito and we couldn't get it in there because no sound was coming from inside of the, the microphone? Oh, it's in there. Don't you worry. Okay. Howard cool. Blues is a professional and knows how to mute. <laughs> <laughs> I had it's to go dig through this mystery box of, of booze that, that Kidder left me. Did you find a steel reserve in there? I did not, although I found... I have class, damn it. <laughs> oh, yes, you sure do. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Citrus IPA and Imperial IPA. <laughs> it actually sounds pretty good. <laughs> Who wants them? <laughs> send, them, send them to El Forco Grande. There we go. Yeah, there we come, go. Up, come on up here. You get here at like three in the morning. Are you on DoorDash? Although, I mean, this stuff just just looks terrible. Smirnoff Ice Blue Raspberry Lemonade. But it'll screw you up. Look at the alcohol content on it. Four point five percent. Jeez. Crooked or crooked marker, organic or well, <laughs> organic, <laughs> super grain. <laughs> yes, uh, super grain alcohol, five percent, zero sugar, infinite flavor. We we might have to try this one. Just uh, wow, they they actually put ingredients on this one. Holy cow! We're gonna have to go with this purified water, organic alcohol. How do you make organic alcohol? <laughs> Organic natural flavors, less than 1% of organic lemon juice, organic stevia leaf, sodium citrate, and citric acid. Uh, I can't wait to see what you what your face looks like when you taste that. Uh, <laughs> well, we're so going to go. I've had it on the let's, show before. Let's, let, uh, me, let's, let me give you a, a thematic preview. <laughs> All right, let's go for some some crooked marker. I hope to high heaven my airman never see me on one of these. <laughs> let's be honest, nobody ever sees these. So you're Holy <laughs> Yeah, that is terrible. No, he just went Chris Farley. Wow. That is one of the worst things I have ever consumed. Ugh. Good lord, that's terrible. I legitimately feel bad for making a wise ass crack in that because it took the the focus camera away from you in that, and your reaction prior to you bringing it back to yourself was epic. Oh, <laughs> that is horrid! Like it, it's. I mean, I, I I've kind of on this. I'm kind of on this health kick thing, so I'm I'm not eating sugar and much of it anyway, but. <laughs> I can do stevia, but this, this stuff's bad. <laughs> but we're going to drink it. 5%. Gross. 
That's great. <clears throat> so, I don't even uh, know. I don't even know how to describe that. <laughs> like it's a hint of lemon and lots of shame. Lemon stevia <laughs> water is Organic. like all I taste. Or lemon, sorry, lemon stevia vodka. How's that? <laughs> Organic. Yeah, yeah. Take Kharkov, squeeze a lemon into it, and then just pour the bottle of stevia in there, and then slam it. Oh my goodness! That that's kind of how that tastes. Just gonna say, Clint. I mean, that's... that makes you pretty excited to come visit, right? <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> if he reaches into the fridge and just pulls something out, run. No, I don't have any more of these. The problem with all of these, they were multi-packs because oh. like like these, you know, it's the Simply Lemonade and Simply Orange, a legitimate brand of orange juice and lemonade. So I wanted to try these. Are they good? No. Should they be sold? Probably not. Am I going to buy them again? No, I've already made enough content of them on this show. <laughs> so no, we're we're done with that. But Rude Boy, you got a refill. What do you got? I went and made a uh, spice rum and coke. How so, spicy is it? Uh, let's see. Pretty good. Is it, is it like three finger spicy or four finger spicy? Uh, I'd say between three and four. There you he's go. More, yeah, he's more like a six finger. Kind of <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Why do you think I like going to Iowa so often? <laughs> I mean, I'd that, say with the ice between three and four. That uh, that very table and kitchen uh, we've had many a many a cold oh, yeah. bruise and, and, and the, alcoholic concoctions. The, the episode we hosted out on the deck. You guys ever go to Zombie Burger in Des Moines? I've been there. Yeah, it's uh, it's good for the one or two time visits, but uh, yeah. the the novelty wears off pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a little pricey myself yeah. when I went, but yeah, it was good. But yeah, I mean it's it's good for trying a different style or kind of burger because. I'd say the, the, the you pay for the uniqueness and the theme of the restaurant as much as you do the food. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's one place we didn't get to go last time, but uh, maybe next time. Yeah. yeah. I prefer. We did go to Bebop's. Yes, El Bait Shop was good. Mm-hmm. And they're 300 <laughs> tap beers. <laughs> Like it's not 300, a- but it's like 150 tap beers. Yeah. L bait shop. There's another place downtown called Fong's, right? Yep. Still- Fong Fong's Pizza. They're open to like three in the morning. They're they're famous for their crab rangoon pizza. Yeah, we so used like to- deep- <laughs> or is it actually good? Oh, no, it's it is really good. Okay. It sounds really good. Since we're talking food a little bit, have any of you guys heard of the um McDonald's? Old's McCrispy. Well, like a chicken sandwich. It it is, but I think you can only get it in a few. Spaces. But uh, McDonald's got into a little bit of, of controversy. 
over uh, the... I thought he was going to ask about the card. One, uh, one more page, Google. One more page. I thought I was okay using Chrome. So Internet Explorer doesn't exist anymore. Windows removed it. Oh, you see, so got, he's running this. <laughs> that is in English. This was a real thing. That's the hilarious part about it. It's a real photo. Half, half the time, it's product placement. <laughs> I'm getting hungry right now. Is that in is that in England or Ireland? It, it is in England. Uh, for the audio Why listeners I- who, who can't see this, it is a uh, a bus stop that has the ad for McCrispy, but it's right next to a sign that says crematorium and uh, pointing just to the left off camera. Why did I not see this when I lived there? I would have cause an auto accident laughing my ass off because it because it just went up like a month ago so my bigger uh, question well, is uh who needs directions to the crematorium like not that many people tend to go there <laughs> do not look at the black smoke off to the left there's nothing happening over there please continue on your travels <laughs> I I can throw in a really bad one right now, but I'm gonna refrain. It's it's a kid show. Sure. <laughs> you might as well throw it out. I mean, it's not. They just not didn't want people right. being confused for McDonald's <laughs> voting or voting for a new hamburger or something. And what's that smoke? Oh, that was just grimace. <laughs> we we had to grill him because we got hungry. <laughs> See, you wanted this to go dark. You might as well. Oh, look at that face. Bitter beer face. <laughs> Sterling says happy 100. Sh- Woo! Terrible. Did he have some more dog beer? Oh. Uh, we gave him one uh, for the Super Bowl. Oh. The, the big game for licensing purposes? Sure. But, uh, and what did what did Sterling have to say about the the Bush dog beer? Is that what he got? Oh, or was he, it a different one? Yeah, it was. Uh, I think I still have a can of it left. Let me go see. Okay, see you later. We gave our we gave our cat some of that. They have a, like a wine version, a little like a little shooter bottle. So on the Super Bowl, we gave them uh, two each. It's like with catnip in it or whatever. Oh dang, they got pretty. It was pretty they lit actually, in here, man. <laughs> did they actually like drink it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Oh, it's a, it's a dog brew from Bush. Yeah. What the, the hell is that? The beer it's, they call Bush. It's a pork bone broth that they made and manufactured and threw it in a can and made it as Bush dog brew. So. Something that people buy. So Wait, is that alcohol or dogs? No, it's it's a, it's just a, a pork bone broth. They they it says on the bottom made for dogs, and uh, I think there's a specific warning. It says intended for dogs only, because um, it says have a sip. <laughs> But have you tried it? That's the thing. I have small sips. Tried on the show. (laughs) Did you feel it? It wasn't on the show, and you didn't record it. It doesn't count. You need to buy another one. (laughs) 
if I crack it open, then I'd have to give the rest of it to him. But Ooh, ingredients okay. is a bone-in pork butt, whole corn, celery, basil, mint, turmeric, ginger, and water. Oh, they ruined it with the basil. <laughs> oh. I feel like there was a restaurant up in Newcastle in uh, Northeast England that sold that. But it was a it was a pet-friendly restaurant. Yeah. And it was specifically for dogs. Because, of course, you know, the can says it too. So. Yeah. It's kind of like the cough place that, that has the puppuccinos. <laughs> or the pup cup. Well, yeah, whatever they are. I don't have a dog. I don't care. Yeah, yeah no, they, they, they get you a pup cup and they put a little, little doggy biscuit in there and they don't tell you it's a doggy biscuit. They make you think it's for your three-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about the same I mean, either way my, my three-year-old would would eat would eat it so you know <laughs> hungry <laughs> so so kidder is there anything in this box that doesn't taste like absolute garbage i mean these are these are fine they'll they'll get get it messed up yeah you didn't give me the watermelon one i just got the lemon yeah that's better than this i gave you a, a, something better I hadn't had this one on the show. You, You're welcome. You could try chewing on the cardboard of the box. It might be a little better. I don't know the flavor it there. It might yet. taste better. Do I, do I try blueberry lemonade or just straight lemonade? Which one's worse? Probably a blueberry I'd say one. Start with a lemonade first and then move to blueberry. So then you have a baseline. <laughs> oh, I hate you guys. <laughs> I mean, well, he, he's still drinking it. <laughs> so there's that. Here's number four. Woo! Woo! On our way to 100. Yes, let's go. <laughs> well, that tastes a hell of a lot better than that crap that I had in the previous one. You're welcome. <clears throat> no, that's at least drinkable. You're catching up to how many I had on the last episode I was on. I don't remember. Yeah. I had four or five that day. He doesn't really remember the episode either. <laughs> <laughs> they were all 10 percenters. Clint's like, you guys are a bunch of alcoholics, and this this is a meeting. So. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just observing. I'm like, so really, the point of this is you guys are just trying to see how many different beers you guys can get on the show. You just, <laughs> just get wasted we, and hang out with the homies. And I'm like, we, we have had a couple of those, and uh, it's really bad when like Nico rude boy and I have been in in Iowa there together and then poor Howard sitting there going yeah this, this yeah, isn't well, as I, fun <laughs> I'm not there I, I can tell you they've had a hundred episodes and they still have 20 out of the 50 states that they haven't had a beer from Dang, man. I mean I'm, I'm a couple episodes behind on the spreadsheet because I had them as I watch the episodes but so you gotta what you gotta do is you have to like really figure out which states are left and then you got to start targeting people. Well, I've got a list and they're highlighted. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that now becomes a mission. It's like a mission to fulfill the the states now. So it's, you know, it's, it's every week you have, you have a, a driven purpose. It's a mission from God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. And part of the, part of the problem with that is, you know, being, here in North Dakota, 
we don't necessarily get a beer from every state that's available for purchase at the store. And so like Howard and I will go to the uh, mix and match section where you can make your own six pack and grab one of these and these and these and, you know, content for the show. And you end up with stuff like this that was made in 1982. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I, I mean, it might have been. It's it's a known lemonade company. Maybe lucky Wisconsin, baby. Maybe it's the lemonade that went bad and fermented on them and they had to sell it somehow. Yeah, see, we, we can get like Wisconsin, Minnesota and North Dakota in up here. And that's 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 all the options we get. You know, it's funny you say that because South Dakota is one that they haven't had yet. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> see? Nothing good came out of South Dakota. <laughs> hey, Crow Peak's got some good beer. <laughs> Howard Blue is about to drive over there and punch you in the dick. <laughs> Yeah, as, as I, don't the, know, uh, I don't know what that came out of my mouth. There's no reason for it at all. <laughs> I mean, what do they have? A mountain with some faces on it. So you you joke around. I was uh, I was the um, at the USO in the Minneapolis airport earlier today, and there was a, a Coast Guard officer talking to a retired or no, uh, not retired yet, uh, Army officer. Um, Coasty was on his way up to um, uh, he was on a layover because he was going to go skiing or I, yeah, I think he said he was going to go skiing and talking, where are you going to go? Oh, sp- around Spearfish, South Dakota, around there and, and the army guy's like, what the f- is over there? <laughs> like, I know a guy. <laughs> Have fun going down those slopes yeah right i'm i'm thirsty spearfish well <clears throat> there's something else in the bottom here so i might as well finish this off yes it's a mike's hard lemonade a blackberry pear Oof. what the hell is wrong with you yeah that, what's that, that looks like it's like two or three marketing label styles old is yeah. this like a paid promotion, Mark, that you're doing? No, if only they paid us. That would be fantastic. Put some blackened uh, into that. Good. <laughs> then it would actually be Blackberry. And I might black out. Uh, it's 11.2 <clears throat> fluid ounces. So, no, you don't get a full 12 like the Simply over here. Uh, there is a sonically enhanced by Sarah McLaughlin's music or something. <laughs> I will remember you. Gotta listen to us. Can we get Sterling back in the frame? I think he's got to set some sad eyes because he hasn't had his bush yet. (laughs) He needs the the puffy eyes. He came down for his trip to the the backyard and he's back in bed now. So (laughs) screw you guys. I'm going back to bed. This sucks. You're going to have to pour him some some bush and, you know, wake him up. (laughs) Get the zoomies and he's running around the island behind (laughs) some bacon. So this is manufactured by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company in Waddell, Arizona, which uh, is the first time I mentioned that because I think I've had this on the show before. Is that correct there, uh, local geek? It seems familiar. Maybe maybe it was one of the rivers that one. This is the blackberry pear seasonal pick. Uh, the only one on the list is the strawberry pineapple. No. All right. Well, here we go. 5% alcohol. 
Cheers to to another as I put the label actually facing fort front so you can Cheers. You got that. I I think Kidder is just on a mission to find the absolute worst beer he can possibly drink on the show. It's kind of like cough syrup. Well, he that hasn't made it for Steel Reserve yet. So. No, I'm good. I, I did on the episode that Big D debuted. In his honor, I had the the red, white, and blue can of uh, Four loco. Yes, and then you regretted every life choice you ever made after that. I mean, I did have a headache for three days. Yes, you are correct. Just like the last time I had a juice. Terrible. The the J-O-O-S-E. Clint, have you ever had one of those 24 no. ounces of hatred? No. Just no. stay stay away from it, man. It says 99 cents, and you're like, oh, yeah, 18% alcohol. Great. <laughs> It's a good Not thing like, alcohol never clicked with me, man. Like, because I would be a terrible drunk, man. Like, it just. <clears throat> I'd be trying. Well, yeah, you were airborne and at Fort Bragg. I mean, <laughs> I drank a lot then. Like, it was obviously, it was like, this is the culture then. So it was just like, you want to get it. I mean, it was, it was, it was so encouraged. I, rem- I just remember, like, every formation, that's all they talk about. Like, yeah, they talk about don't drink and drive, but like it's all we talk about is drinking. Like that's it. Do we talk about anything else? So it's uh, it was, I, I mean, like I said, my roommate drank a lot. I, I, we drank a lot. I just didn't. I'm I'm so glad that like once I left the army, like that just I put that down because I would have been just destructive. I can just see it now. If you had gone down that route and you're on tour and you're up there and halfway through a set, you're done with about two juices and you're like, suddenly you've turned from another lost year into Creed. Like you're suddenly Scott Stapp on stage. He's gonna sing a song now. Just, I'm glad you didn't go down that path. I'm just yeah. saying. No, thank you. I, I just can't, man. You don't know Scott Stapp, do you? I mean, is he gonna hold us hold it against us? I mean, no, I was just, I was just in the studio with uh, Brett Hessler, who played bass for, for six years. Um, he did the uh, Revolution album, but um, yeah, I was just in Nashville for two weeks with him. Wild stories about Scott Stapp. <laughs> yeah, you you want to share anything? Uh, can you say anything without you're getting sued? I mean, nobody sees this show, so there's that. But no, I, I don't think there's it's, it's that. Um, it's just, it's just interesting. It's they're, they're crazy stories to hear because like you know Creed was this massive band, and it's, it's weird to think that like Brett. Was an original bass player, but he played bass with Creed for seven years. I mean, he he also produced, you know, like Freeman Hanley. Uh, he did Molly Pop for them, and he was he's also the singer for Dark New Day. Some other band. <laughs> I can't remember. Hey, that's all right. You got stuff happening back there. It's all right. It's, it's just like the rest of us. <laughs> what kind of random shit happens in the background? We don't know. I was just, I just this in the background right here. <laughs> the picture's gonna fall off your wall, local geek. Just watch an earthquake happens. Clint, I was gonna say if you want one better than four locos, try an old English eight hundred. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, e. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Big D just 
snapped his own neck. <laughs> I had one. Never again. <laughs> no, man. I mean, like, I've, I've had some, like, terror. I've had some of... My, my roommate, he drinks still reserves. Like, you guys talking about it totally just makes you think of being in the Army. I mean, you know, I grew up in rural North Carolina, so, like, Natty Light was the East Man Milwaukee's best. They, I mean, that was... We grew up on bad beer and wild turkey. <laughs> so, like, I get it. I get it. So, I guess that's probably why I just don't like it. This shit is just it's disgusting. How can right. you guys enjoy it? There's no enjoyment to that. It's, yeah, not, it's, it's not good. It's none of it's good. You no, did have terrible. dragon's milk in North Carolina. That is something you had going for it. <laughs> What's that? You had dragon's milk in North Carolina. That's something that the city had going for I've it. Ne- I've never had that. <laughs> had it. I have had those. Those are awesome. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that root in Asheville? Is that a mountain beer? You know? I have no idea, but I could get it at the Food Lion, and it was a, a little pricier, but it was tasty. So I got once in a while. Yeah. Fun fact: my first uh, real job was at a Food Lion bagging groceries. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> and we used to steal beer. <laughs> <laughs> we would take when we would take the trash out, man. We put cases of beer in the bottom of the trash. So when you dump the trash can upside down, the beer would land on top, and then somebody would be out back by the dumpsters, and they'd scoop them as you do it. And we take them, we sell them to school. <laughs> <laughs> You're okay. The statute of limitations is passed. Yeah, man, that was like that was like 25 years ago. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and now you're stuck in the home of the beast. I mean, you got Milwaukee's best in the Yeah, I've been to New Glarus too. You know, I um I've, I've driven through there. That town's it's all they got. Uh we played it we played at some brewery somewhere in Racine. Um you know, something like I'm I'm constantly around like great beers. I just and people are all the time trying to get me to try them and stuff like that. I just Honestly, this—if I would have drank this beer in any type of fashion, like I would have been, I would have been hammered drunk. So, I mean, obviously, I don't, can't, I don't do. Welcome to the show. <laughs> you guys are over there on like beer thirty-two or whatever, and I'm like half. <clears throat> you can, you can join. You can join the rest of us with some simply spiked lemonade. <laughs> they, Welcome to our meeting. Beers on episode one hundred. <laughs> yeah, the band I was telling you about that came from Nebraska. They he, they literally drank ninety <laughs> beers in two days. It was insane. I was like, Jesus Christ! Ninety? It, it was only two of them drinking. It was insane. Gabe, Gabe did you say did you say nine or ninety? Ninety uh, beers with two Holy people. Balls. Two people. Yeah. Wow. And and uh and a pint of Jack. So not that much Jack. But yeah. See, I don't well, I not even that much that Jack, but my goodness. Yeah, I don't know why you guys are surprised. I mean, any anybody who's gone to the University of North Dakota and traveled somewhere for an event has clearly drank out the town of all of their <laughs> beer. I mean, uh, there there's several occasions when, like the Frozen Four or the Final Face Off in Minneapolis, and everybody goes down there to either go to the game or get trashed downtown near the game. And all after the first year, when all of the beer or the, the, yeah, the beer was drank out of all of the bars, they realized, okay, if, if UND ends up in the tournament, 
they triple their beer order so they still have stock like und while we were there was the number one binge drinking college in the country yes yes it after was we left, <laughs> oddly enough oddly enough after we left we graduated and we lived in town for a while but of course you know we weren't included in that stat it became number two i who's number one now it was the university of wisconsin yeah i believe that so i thought wisconsin was one the entire time we were students here they were number two. number two they were number two while we were there maybe my freshman year they were number one and then there was yeah flopped because we took over because there was some you know news <laughs> that we got the title but it's not a good thing and of course i use the air quotes because if you're not first you're last so oh, you might as well go you might as well go Did, for it ricky bobby <laughs> didn't they put that on one of the billboards around town because i'm pretty sure i remember that on a billboard yep i'm pretty sure it was over by the new red pepper Yes, it was. <laughs> yep, it Over sure was. Should I got to be a party pooper, boys, but I got to go. That's all right, man. I mean, I'm glad that you were able to join us because uh, it, it's an honor to have you with the show. And it doesn't matter if you if you you're drinking the the steels, if you're drinking your your special reserve, if you're just drinking a water. I mean. It, 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 it's it's my honor to have you on the show. I mean... It was fun, man. I, I'm glad that uh, I got to hang out with a bunch of uh, aficionados of... <laughs> you know, it made me feel and, inadequate as a person. I want you to know that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy who's toured across uh, not only this country, but other countries in, uh, in not only the official capacity serving our country thank you very much for your service by the way but also in an unofficial capacity in the music world of things sharing the the smiles the emotions and the awesome tunes everywhere from here to there so uh bef yeah. before right. before you go i mean anything you want to share with us uh, i mean you did release that that awesome track that you shared with me to uh, the spotify world of the oh, yeah. the revised version of War on the Inside, yeah, yeah I re-released uh, War because uh, <laughs> the record, my first record label, had has the masters for the first album, and uh, honestly, couldn't listen to that song <laughs> on anything, um, just because, like, in, you know, fractions of a cent, regardless from my listen to it. But um, so I, I just decided to re-record re that um i just got like i said just got back out of the studio with brett down in nashville just did another uh session with another band and then i've been my guitar player lives in janesville which is like an hour and a half south of here so he's been coming up because usually what i as of lately what i've been doing is just like writing 100 percent on my own like writing recording engineering everything at home and which is fine i mean it's 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 fun doing it that way but I, I do kind of miss the creative process of being able to bounce stuff back and forth off of people a little bit. So Justin's been coming up and 
I don't know, just like in the last week alone, we we've not we've definitely written five songs. So uh, the idea was for February to pretty much write an entire album, but overwrite an entire album and then kind of see what happens. We're going to go out on tour in April with Blacklight District. Nice. Um, yeah, well, so Justin, he plays guitar in Blacklight. Uh, I'm playing bass in Blacklight. <laughs> and like, we're not, another, another last year is not going out with Blacklight. We're going out as in Blacklight, like as, as the band. Um, but yeah, so we'll be coming through. Honestly, I can't remember. I know we, we start in South Dakota and maybe, and then we run like kind of a loop. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. Um, but we'll be doing that. And then, you know, just kind of see what happens. I'll have at that point, probably have a really good grasp on what we're going to do for another lost year album. But, you know, in reality, I just don't have any, I don't, I don't see myself touring that much anymore. Um, like we used to, you know, 250 days a year is, is excessive. Um, it's unnecessary in today's world. Uh, I have a really good life doing other stuff. Like I said, I, uh, I work for a couple of fighters in the PFL. Um, one of them just, just won a championship last year in the welterweight. So we'll be defending that title this year. Our first fight is actually back in Las Vegas, April 1st. So, uh, you know, I got that season coming up. I have, I mean, we already have 20 some weddings contracted for this year and they just keep coming in. Like we have, that's why I got to go to bed. Cause I got a couple of calls tomorrow. I got to jump on. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, life is it's way different than, than doing that. When the pan- pandemic hit, I uh, went back to school, my bachelor's degree in entertainment business actually yesterday just got the, uh, diploma in the mail so congratulations awesome you know so i'm just uh music music got me here (laughs) the green lights in the background with the guitar (laughs) hanging against the wall (laughs) you want a funny story about this guitar i'll tell you real quick you're talking about creed speaking of creed uh diana Meltzer. she owned wind up records she's she actually signed creed she uh i I met her like in 2012 at her apartment in new york and uh when i I took a piss in the bathroom i looked over and there was a gold creed album on the wall and i was like man that is a weird thing to have on the bathroom (laughs) so i I go out in the living room and I'm like, holy crap, man. It was like diamond, platinum, diamond, platinum, all these awards on the wall from like Creed and Evanescence or whatever. Diana Meltzer, she's, she looks at me and she, she's this woman that like, you, you don't know. I'm pretty sure she's like 239. Like when you look at her, like, you're like, man, this is a, this woman has seen some shit. And she talks like this, my man. I'm like, hey, hey, my man. She's going to kill me if she ever sees this. So she was a still from friends, is what you're saying. She is a she is a subscriber, by the way, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> that's button, thank you. I, I straight up meet her at her apartment. Like, it's this ten million dollar apartment in Manhattan. Cindy Lauper's asking me for a light. Like, it's just like it's the most surreal experience I've ever had in my life. And um, so she's like, over the over the months, she like comes, she she flies all over the country to see us play and stuff. And she's she tells me she's like my husband was alive. You'd have a million dollars in your bank account tomorrow. And I'm like, damn. Well, I wish we could get him back to fix that problem. But uh, so she gets all this stuff signed by Scott 
to me. My name is Clinton, C-L-I-N-T-O-N, by the way. But Diana, I could I could play you one of her voicemails right now and just alleviate the concerns on how her voice is, but I'll let you imagine. <laughs> so she brings me all this stuff and it's signed by Scott Staff and it says to to Clayton, C-L-A-Y-T-O-N. And I'm like, <laughs> almost made it. He pulled the legal jujitsu on you. Technically not you. Yeah. Uh, see, this is a tailor, man. She actually, um, Diana gave me this for, uh, for Christmas. I think, I guess in probably like 2014. And, uh, that's, that's the story of this guitar right there. Diana Meltzer, who owned wind up records. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was my biggest name drop ever. I'm sorry. but <laughs> It was a uh, good thing. Clayton got that awesome guitar. All right. <laughs> You can legally change your name, you know, if you just, <laughs> just do that, then everything is in your name. Yeah, I could, I could dig, I'll dig that stuff out one day and uh, show you. It was, it was one of the funniest things ever. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm just, I don't really, probably not the answer that, that uh, you know, a lot of people are looking for. When we, we did our, we ended our last couple shows in December and um, I didn't say that it was going to be like the last shows that we did, but I kind of let on that, you know, it was like, if if I don't do anything else from this point forward, playing shows and like, I am satisfied because I am. Uh, I have the first two songs we released at number one on radio. I mean, like, what more could I do from that? Because I didn't do it again for the next fifteen songs. So I was I'm constantly chasing that those endorphins, constantly chasing that dragon, and I just I I, I missed out on so much life. But I I live so much life too. Like I had. I got to do things that like I could are just unreal experiences that that nobody I mean, <laughs> we were at the top. We had to while we weren't nickelback or anything, but like we to some people we were nickelback. You know what I'm saying? Like we 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 partied in bass. I mean, we were being walked into the hustler club while our music's playing and there's young ladies stripping to our music on stage in Las Vegas. I mean, and we're you know, on cruise ships, going out of the country, playing with Breaking Benjamin. And, you know, I'm out in front of 4,000 people on Uproar singing with Deuce and stuff like that. Like, it was just, it was a totally surreal experience. And I I gave 100% of my life to that. And it just, it didn't give 100% back to me in, you know, areas that I thought that it should have. So I'm very grateful for, the life that it gave me, but I just, I don't, I just can't see myself going out there and beating up the pavement and living in a van and doing that crazy stuff again. I'll, I'll, I'll sit here from the confines of home and, and write the best music that I can write. And if the stars align to go out and do it big again, I'll, I'll do it. But until then, like I'm, I choose my mental health and happiness kind of over trying to please people that I'm never going to (laughs) please. And that's something a lot of people don't have any clue of. I mean, you know, they think of uh, that you have this giant tour bus and you stay in a luxurious hotel every night and, you know, you play this place and you get done and then you fly to the next place. Like that. Yeah. Like there are those bands who have that amount of following and that amount of money to do that. But a majority, probably 85% of the bands that are out touring have a little tiny Mercedes 
transit van converted into a Winnebago. They all sleep in a bunk and have, I, I mean, I, I'm probably telling a lot here, right? But I mean, you got a suitcase full of clothes and when oh, you've yeah. worn, worn those clothes for a week and five shows, like you got to wash them at some laundromat and have the 75 cents to shove through the machine to hopefully wash your clothes well enough and then stay in a Walmart parking lot, keep the van running because you decided to come to North Dakota in January and it's 30 below and hopefully not freeze through the night. And then hopefully that uh, you have a sponsorship from uh, Jameson or, or uh, 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 one of the other alcohol companies. So then you get some free alcohol and you can stay warm at night and yeah. maybe move on to the next show and stuff. I mean, that that's pretty much the, the down and dirty version of, of tour life for most of the, the bands, including what you and the other guys went through several times right yeah yeah man i mean we 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 started we first we bought an our first man was a 1989 dodge mirage man i paid <laughs> yes yeah it was we paid 950 dollars for this thing from a guy that i knew and he was like i'm getting rid of it and so we loaded this thing up and like we we drove our we drove to wichita kansas that was the first the show that we had and that thing like <laughs> the hell were we doing and we, you know, we we progressed through them. We we moved up into a conversion van, then we went to a small bus, and we went to an RV, and you know, we 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 went up through it. But it's like when you're paying two hundred and fifty dollars a tank or three hundred dollars a tank, and you're doing that twice a day, like you just start. I don't know. I started looking. I had a mortgage. I had you know, I had, I had two kids. I was paying child support. <laughs> like, like this is this is insanity, you know. So we we got smart about it. Like got a part-time job at a hotel to get hotel discounts and went to a 15 passenger van and you know you you just do things like that and we after our third record deal it's like i'm paying for everything anyway so why am i giving everybody else my money uh so we you know we kind of got smart about that as smart as you could get and uh yeah it's just it's, it's tough man I, there there are bands out there like my my business partner i have a, a telecommunications business he has a he has a bus company like uh you know, they, they like uh, they drive Power Man Five Thousand. Like Saliva is one of their. You know, they got bands like that that they they take out. And uh, and I know how much money those bands pay, um, but I also know like some of these country singers that they they take out that these guys are paying twenty five, thirty thousand dollars a week out to, to pay. And you're like, man, you must be making a whole bunch of money. And you're like, there's no way they're making that kind of money a week. So it's like. It's a tough ride for anybody, for everybody. I commend everybody out there doing it. I, like I said, I, I, I went hard for for ten years. I would, if the right tour came along, I would go back out for thirty days. But it just, that's a lot, man. That's a lot for. A, I'm a forty year old man. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I will say, I mean, between radio. And doing the the showbiz thing, making music, going on tour, that that's what intertwined you you and I to coin a phrase, right? Uh, oddly enough, uh, and and thanks for you know the the shout out on on that EP because that's uh, one of my eternal claims to fame that I actually made it somewhere, uh, and 
you know the the story about we told it before but you and uh, nate with and the other guys with elysium standing on the gulf coast of the gulf of mexico and i think mississippi listening through the uh, app on, on uh, your phone hearing that song premiered i mean like like that stuff to me it was it's super cool in the moment because you know you're number one or your last so i got to premiere it super excited about it uh i got to be part of that process thanks to you but then because of that i'm also making a huge moment in your life and i mean just both of us having that intertwined time through our radio music career uh, I, I can't thank you enough for you know reaching out and including me in that because some schmuck from Bismarck, North Dakota, being able to be that famous in certain circles, right? Like it's yep. not going to happen again here, especially with the talent that's around here. Like I, I understand that, and so I appreciate that. I just want you to know that. No man, I, I, I appreciate you, dude. It's uh, cool to be. It's cool to be when you think about like just even all of us here together today, it's like for all of us to be in the same, just living at the same time. It's kind of crazy. I mean, we have air conditioning, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love it. Like in the wintertime, there's, 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 there's people that like, we get to witness crazy stuff. Like it's, it's just, uh, it's, it's wild to be here. I mean, we, there's now Chinese balloons over there and, South Carolina. <laughs> that some bitch went over us too. Like Montana almost went up there and took care of it for themselves before it got to North Dakota. So, so I mean, it, yep. it it's real. <laughs> but uh, either way, I just want you to know, Clint, that anytime you make it up into our neck of the woods, you're always welcome to stop by. Uh, I mean, JS Gunslinger, Howard, uh, local geek we'll all get you some good good alcohol to uh, sip on have a sample you know you don't need to finish a whole uh, uh 12 ounce uh yeah maybe even a simply lemonade js gunslinger's offering his uh private reserve for you there you guys have but, to let me uh, know about your list man because i still like I, I travel all over still and i'll uh see if i can't round you up some some beers and get you guys sent out from states that that would be fantastic because we can't uh, can't get some of those states up here so i mean uh anything to, for content on this show and obviously you're welcome anytime not only in person but on the show you know come give us some insight into the actual professional world because we'd like to elevate this show any way we can Let's be honest. He has a good one, man. I'm just glad to be here. Congrats on 100, man. Thanks for that NFT. It got messed up with the two, but you know, you get the idea. There you go. If you if you come to Minneapolis, Clint, just uh, give me a DM. We can go out to dinner or something too. Dude, I'm gonna be in. Uh, where am I gonna be tomorrow? <laughs> And Avery, which is not far from Minneapolis. Avery? Yeah. I'm not sure where that's at. Yeah, nobody knows where it's at, bro. For sure. We'll definitely hang out. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll do it. It was a pleasure, fellas. Congratulations. Right. Take care, Clint. Have a good night. See you guys. <clears throat> and then Kidder. there were eight.
Yeah. <laughs> Kidder, I, uh, I did some time to... Is this, uh, kind of, is this kind of like a Mortal Kombat, like, who's the last to finish? <laughs> Howard. Don't challenge Howard. You know? He's the last. He's still on his first beer. You know, Howie, I was uh, I was looking through our, our set list here, and uh, we've only made it to, like, number four. <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured that would happen. Uh <laughs> What I was trying to say is I, I tried to look up uh, and do the research on the top 10 binge drinking schools. Um, the best I could come up with was the top 10 uh, college towns for consuming alcohol. Uh, uh, so, yeah, uh, Madison, Wisconsin, home of the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Boo. Morgantown, West Virginia, home of West Virginia University. Austin, Texas, home to the University of Texas. Uh, Providence, Rhode Island, home to Providence College. Chico, California, home of California State University, Chico. Boulder, Colorado, home of the University of Colorado. Billings, Montana, home of Montana (laughs) State University. New New Orleans, Louisiana, home of Tulane University. Uh, Champaign and Urbana, Illinois, home to the University of Illinois at Urbana, Champaign. And Fargo, North Dakota, home of the North Dakota State University. And on that terrible news, Kidder, uh, we've been chatting for quite a while. It's time, unfortunately, for us to wrap up episode 100. And uh, to do that, it's, of course, the traditional method of cheap Hmm. plugs. (laughs) I mean, Big D just left. I'm sure he's coming back, and I think it'd be great if we end this episode before he gets back and not Hmm. tell him it's over. Yeah. Before Big D comes back and uh, before we try and lose some more content, the first thing, visit us online, beerbluesbs.com. Beerbluesbs.com. It's right here on the shirt. It's right here on the, on the screen if you're watching the video version of this. That's our website, beerbluesbs.com. While you're on the website, you can click on a text right at the top. says merch. You can get a wonderful Beer Blues BS pint glass with the triple B logo on it, or perhaps a kidder's old fashioned pint glass or shirt or other items. And how about this? I would like a water with hops and grain. Yes. A, uh, Kidder Classic glass there with the Triple B logo on it. BeerBluesBS.com. Again, click Merch right at the top of the page. Aside from that, well, we almost made it. Somebody had to show up and ruin the cheap plugs. They're not so cheap anymore because I'm saying them, and we all know how cheap Big D is, so... Go get yourself some brigade, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Other than that, make sure you like us and subscribe. Facebook, we're on there. Instagram, we're there. You can even like us on Twitter. Follow us. Yeah. Oh, me. Anyway, Howard's not on Twitter. He doesn't have time for that. Otherwise, YouTube is there uh, to watch the video versions of the show. As for the audio versions, we are on iHeartRadio. We're on Podbean. We're on Pandora. We're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, TuneIn, IMDb, Stitcher, 
and Spotify, of course, if I haven't mentioned that yet, we are there too on any of the audio platforms. If you search Beer, Blues, and BS, you'll find us. Please click the subscribe button and listen to all of the episodes available for free. That's how awesome it is. BeerBluesBS.com for more information on that. And I mentioned YouTube. That's where the video version is. YouTube.com slash BeerBluesBS or just at beer blues bs you can search for us in the nifty search feature please subscribe to the channel please like our episodes because sharing is also caring we'd love for you to share our content with your friends because then they can become our friends and it's just like this one giant show of a show so thank you thank you for being part of the triple b family because we couldn't do it without you uh, other than that, I finished this Mike's Hard Lemonade, a 5% alcohol by volume, and that other simply spiked. JS Gunslinger's still working through his uh, eighth beer, I think, or ninth, uh, maybe spiked something or other. Uh, he's probably going to find the ghost of Jimi Hendrix shortly. For what I'm talking about with that, go back about 30 episodes, 40, 50, somewhere in there. And, uh, well, Jimi Hendrix can tantalize your auditory taste buds for more fun with that as well. So, hey, for everybody that's been on the show uh, tonight, we had Brother Smalls. We had Farva. Of course, Clinton Kinnanen. Uh, uh, the other people who couldn't make it tonight, including uh, Dinosaur and that funny guy uh, and uh, Ultimo Justin and, uh, well, J.S. Gunslinger, Midnight Rocker 101, Rude Boy Kyle, Big D, Bob Giggles, the brewmaster himself, local geek, Tower Blues. Did I miss anybody else? <laughs> no? I guess that's everybody. It's time. Cherry in your Manhattan. No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your Manhattan gets a cherry. That's why you don't drink them, son. Because they suck. Because they have a cherry in them. So take your cherry. You turn it some sideways and stick it straight up your cherry candy ass. And enjoy that. Thanks for joining us for this uh, episode of Beer, Blues, and BS. Man, there's free beer tomorrow, and uh, make sure you keep your glass at least half full, and we will catch you on down that non-cherry Tuscan Highway. Have a good one. Thanks for joining us for this edition of Beer, Blues, and BS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain.
Yeah. I feel Woo! like I need to feel like I need to drink Woo! after that. <laughs> <laughs> Guessing there was uh, no Facebook shares, hence no drawing. <laughs> All the BS took over. All the BS was, took over. I, I was looking through the through the list and I'm like, well, we've made it to four. Um <laughs> Minus two and three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. Having, <laughs> having skipped two and three and a whole bunch of audibles we, about bald jokes thrown in there. <laughs> we, we made it to uh, bald jokes, uh, what's on tap, and new products from Bush. <laughs> I mean, I kind of covered terrible advertising at the end, let's be honest. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, technically, in a roundabout way, we did make it to the iceberg that sunk, sunk the Titanic. Oh, we didn't even touch the iceberg that sunk the Titanic. <laughs> we yeah, sure did. I mean, we had bald jokes about the iceberg. Titanic jokes. <laughs> and Titanic jokes. So, I mean, we were there. And the door. Well, the topic was regarding the pictures that are at the bottom of the document. <laughs> we were in the wheel. <laughs> Wheelhouse. We'll cover that the next time on. <laughs> yeah, I'll throw the magic roundabout in there sometime when it's more drained to, you know, whatever the hell I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I didn't even know there's photos in this thing. What the hell? <laughs> I'm not that Kidder can Kidder can can testify from the conversation that him and I had earlier today about said Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> Copy and <Holy> paste. <laughs> <clears throat> so I uh my son Xbox One, they're not talking first generation Xbox. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay, some of us are still running a 360, okay? We don't know the difference. Hey, that's the newest Xbox I've got. So, <laughs> so my son turned 11 today, and happy birthday. I was last minute, like, you know, I am with everything else because I'm a terrible parent. And uh, I called the wife, and I'm like, hey, we gotta get him something. I'm gonna run to the pawn shop. There's one down the street that I get quite a few things from. And I was looking at a Series S, and I'm and I'm like, I've just about bought it, but I'm looking at it. And I'm like, where's the disc drive? <laughs> Series S does not have the disc drive. So in my head, I'm thinking, okay, <clears throat> do you have Series X? And she goes, yeah, we got one. So she brings out an Xbox One Series X. And my brain doesn't know the difference because I, I don't I don't do this stuff. So you can grab me. So he got a uh, he got a, a series or he got an Xbox One Series X. Uh, but you know what? He was ecstatic about it. So I'm, I'm gonna call it a win in parenting because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So shitty. <laughs> Well, speaking of birthdays, mine's next Friday, and I'm going to be at Dialectic all evening. For those of you that are in town or yeah, want like to come to town, <laughs> I, I will. I will not be getting you an Xbox. Oh, <laughs> I will not be in Iowa. <laughs> I, I you know, may. I, it's good you're I not in Iowa because local geeks not going to be in Iowa either. <laughs> I, I don't go to Iowa till Saturday. Who's yeah. who, who's in Iowa? Yeah. No, there's a story. That's rude boy. Rude boy. Oh, frick. Oh, I need to tell you the story. Still not going to be in Iowa. Like in <laughs> Lo uh, local, okay. local geeks in in the uh, city that has something. Mark never has, and that's a beautiful city across the river. 
Oh, you mean the local geek is, you know, local to North Dakota? Uh, I didn't buy that connection. Cause... Man, Dan. <clears throat> we, we got all all kinds of, uh, of, of visitors here now. Uh, Help me. Yep. I got to... <laughs> I gotta go lay down because I've been up for like 24 hours. Screw that noise. Oh, sweet. So, and that yep. I'm, sure I'm, helps. I'm almost there with you. Yeah. So, 